0: Good evening, good metal. My name's Coop, and welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Uh, it's been a little bit a long time. Reasons, you can. i inst- have never been an excuses guy. Uh, you know, you can set your own excuses for not doing bits and pieces. Life got in the way. You know, life gets in the way with these things sometimes. Uh, in a good way, sometimes. I celebrated my tenth uh, wedding anniversary with Mrs. Coop, um, who also fell fell metalhead, which makes uh, life great. So you know that was that was fantastic, and then there 's been some life changing stuff, some things that that happened that are maybe not so great that you 've kind of got to get around and that 's it. all the time. The soundtrack of metal running along in the, in, in the background there getting me through it, and then sometimes you have people cancel i 'm trying to get some different guests on and stuff and and getting them these people in the same place is sometimes very difficult. Um, That means that some people cancel, some people are are torn and passed through and we don't get the chance to catch them or circumstances conspire against us and what have you and all the rest of it. But then the nice side of that is that I've lined up a really nice interview with a friend of mine uh, which should be the next episode which is something I, I think everybody's going to really enjoy and then some people have kind of come and now started approaching me and said can I be on the show which is which is really nice I think that's that's I never expected that to happen I really didn't and then now people are sending me their albums uh, both signed and unsigned bands uh, local and not local and, and famous and not famous bands are sending me some of their work to, to listen to as well and, and maybe look at and review and talk about so that's really really cool so I wanted to get back onto it so to speak and then and then I had a message from a friend of mine that, that, that was very much to him that simply said do a podcast <laughs> because I hadn't done one in a while and he was gonna you know he was he was getting getting at me to do one that's and, and that's why uh the returning guest the first returning guest and the guest for this this particular episode is Massey Radford and Massey's a, a long time friend but more than anything he's just one hell of a great drummer. Drummer in total, I mean, as well. Like, I don't just mean, you know, a metal drummer. I mean, he's currently... He was, he's doing some pop punk stuff with some of his friends, and he's had to you know, is his, his, his ideas to that and his play into that. I've always known him as a, as a metal drummer, predominantly, and certainly in a heavier, heavier drummer. But he's just one of those... He's just a great musician, able to kind of, like, lean to whichever sort of thing, that, project that he's working on. He showed me some stuff where he was playing... Uh, Put metal drums, if you will Or or gen drums to to Tron (laughs) Which I thought was amazing Um, But he's He's one of those guys that kind of really looks at his playing constantly, assesses it, and then, you know, kind of breaks it down and becomes whatever it needs to be. Obsessed with being, you know, with, with, with getting everything absolutely perfect. And we talk about this in the podcast. So I don't want to spoil it too much. I mean, he's also a comedian. He does stand up and extremely vocal about his opinions, he's extremely, you know, sharp with his opinions. You know, it's a lot of this stuff we argue. All the time, all the time, over messaging, texting and stuff, he'll send me a video, I'll send him a video, did it back and forth, constantly at each other, and when we're on the podcast, we're pretty aggressively I I go on his podcast, he has one called um, Midnight Mass, where he talks about all kinds of subjects, and largely political, so we constantly clash about stuff, and we're ripping each other apart, and attacking each other's ideologies and stuff, and to the untrained eye, you can see, Jesus, these, these guys really go at each other but then when the, when the podcast stops he 'll ask me about like how life 's going and I'll, and we 'll talk to each other and we, and we constantly real good friends do this they constantly push the other person to be the best version they can be of themselves, which is a terrible cliche but it, it, there 's there's obviously a large element of truth they challenge you to be better people. I mean Matthew would constantly go that doesn 't work that 's awful that doesn't look so good, and i wouldn 't do you know that doesn't work and that was but he 's always kind of going so do something better, be better, do it, constantly pushing me to do things. People often say that I'm quite a good leader and kind of good inspirer to people to do stuff i i that only comes from people like Matthew or my friend i 'm very pleased to say my friend um, who, who are around me doing that. And so you know this this it, there's a reason he's a returning guest, and that's because he's really easy to talk to, really interesting to talk to. But moreover, it it he he has a, an interesting uh, take on things, an interesting opinion, and that's that was kind of thing about music that I wanted to bring to Shankar's show. All facets of what people think, and we talk about all kinds of stuff, and, and we occasionally go off on tangents as well. And that's kind of one of the enjoyable things about a conversation you hear, and where it's two friends just just talking to each other. But primarily, he's. He's a metal drummer. That's that's kind of why why we talk to me. I mean, we talk about the the comedy side of it and stuff like that, but we talk a hell of a lot about drumming about metal. And um, so that's why it was ideal. And real realistically, the real reason he's on the show is because it was that it's it, the highest rated show is the one that he he's been on. So am I shamelessly going for likes and listeners? Probably yeah, probably am. Um, but realistically, it's because I just fucking. Enjoy the guy's company. You know, it's as simple as that. And and, and a lot of you do too. From the feedback I've had, um, good, bad, and indifference. But it's been a lot of interesting stuff said. Um, as always you know share this stuff and uh on, on all the social medias that you follow or you follow this on i've, I've started up an instagram page because some people like to communicate via that which is cool yeah you know, i put a picture of an album up we talk about it and, and that's everything and that's cool so i'd suggest you look at that and that's on the the spoken metal show if you want to look that up on instagram all i ask you to you do is if you do if i do make you laugh or I do make you think or i do tell you something you didn't know before or anything like that share this stuff and send it to, to a friend so they can hear it too and that that's it it, that's all i ask i don't expect you to know, please share this with like a thousand people or any of that bullshit just su- suggest it to someone else that you know who may who may like it that's all I'm asking to do that's all I askers do so without further ado let's get right into it because it's really good when well, i had a lot of fun uh i always do it's always enjoyable to talk to Massey. and once again you can listen to more of him if you like what he has to say on midnight mass which is i listen to regularly and constantly enjoy uh, it's just an interesting sort of uh, very challenging, you know. You're going to be, you're going to listen to stuff that you're not going to agree with, but that's the whole point. All your opinions should be challenged so they make them stronger or the, you change them and move forward. So, here we go. So, this is me sitting down with my good friend, Massey Radvar. Returning guest, first ever returning guest, you fucker, you're not only the most listened to episode, but now you're a returning guest, I'm like fucking fourth of importance on your podcast, it's outrage. sorry, it's funny you, know you say relevant. fourth, uh, my, uh, the returning guest, the, the marvellous uh, Massey Radfar, uh, everybody will know from the previous, uh, one of the first podcasts uh, I did with a, with a friend. It was a really fun one So we, we were like Fuck it, let's just do another one again I've been on his a ton of times You've been on mine four times Four, four times, yeah, okay <laughs> But now, the problem is, is We do this So if I go on your podcast That raises your podcast number How many you've done And you catch me up so I try to do one. I try to do my one with you. So, but what ahead? Again, is that what it's about? It's about how many podcasts. It's literally we've done? that. That's all. Like, that's not the about, only metric we've
1: got. That's, that's We're a... not getting loads of new listeners, <laughs> so it's like we need to do more podcasts. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how I get my numbers. So I'm.
0: Up. I'm with the. We're in the beautiful sort of church that is that is Massey's attic recording studio, <laughs> church attic, whatever you want to do. It always reminds me of uh, uh, not Midsummer. What was the film he did before Midsummer? So,
1: Oh fucking!
0: At the end uh, of that, hereditary. Hereditary. The end of that, they go up in like a little thing, yeah. and it looks like this. Best
1: horror movie of the past. I, well, I bet I've yet Best to hate. watch
0: midsummer We'll get into that.
1: Midsommar's alright, but it's just a bit. It goes on an hour too long, which I not no. Yeah. I normally like it when a film goes on quite long because yeah. let's you know get into it. But fuck me, it just maybe I need to watch it again. Yeah, because usually when I've got like a, quite a negative reaction about something, it's, it, don't it,
0: it. I, like the thing it was, uh, we was when we, we on the last podcast, which you should definitely t- check out. My last podcast, because um, the last
1: time I was on your podcast,
0: was what? a good year ago. <laughs> year I'd ago. say. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel really bad. It'll pass. Uh, <laughs> and as he is, is like I don't know if anybody listens to the other podcast. Probably not. But no, actually, <laughs> actually, a fucking ton of people listen to. It, is a a comedian. I stand up comedian as well as being a podcaster. So this is the second time I've been on your podcast, and you yes. haven't
1: introduced me as a twenty year metal drummer. How oh, dare okay. you?
0: Didn't did we didn't we say that on the last one? Oh, okay, I had
1: to bring it up. All oh, right, okay. sure.
0: <laughs> I'm on the spoken metal show. It's like I'm a metal drummer, and I bring up comedians. Well, so I think, uh, yeah, I'm the spoken metal show. For, for, it's me, it's, all about metal, for me, it's like you? it's like people who are into metal who do other things, like you know, oh, you 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 fucking you collect dustbins, and you're also into metal. Massey collects
1: pogs, by the way. Uh, <laughs> everything until he says he's a metal drummer. But yeah, he said me- I rec- metal I need drummer. the recognition. <laughs> it's all about that, well, which is funny. why I do stand-up. Because we, we,
0: we, we were talking about... When we, when we were not on the podcast, pretty much primarily we talk about either politics, movies, or metal. It's one of them, and a lot of it's metal, metal... Um, is is the connecting thing we we are often talk about to the point where we were talking about uneven structure, um, uh, a couple of days ago, and passing back and forth like sort of tracks to listen to. Fucking um, Did you listen to that album? I fucking it's it's. Fin- I know your Instagram it,
1: the, said currently listening to, you but I didn't know whether that no, was uh,
0: was that real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is anything on Instagram real? We get to that in a second. It's not. Mm. I if it's real. but I listened to the first, uh, the first. You told me the first three. First so was three like, tracks. I don't is- listen to the whole album because I know it's dense. Yeah. it's musically yeah. sort of. There's a lot going on. But those first three tracks, and you can't pull them apart because they kind of do, they do, merge together. It's like a suite. Is, um, it's just phenomenal. I mean, it's more. It's not like. Because one of the things you, you realise when you grow up uh, as a musician, which I've yet to do, but I imagine when you grow <laughs> up as a musician, you stop looking for easy, convenient hooks. Yeah. Verse, chorus, whatever. This riff repeated twice. There's, that becomes kind of like. Uh, it becomes, becomes a little old hat. You look for more soundscapes, you're looking for more entire things. That's why I assume classical music is seen as a, as a, a higher form of music because it's very grand, massive yeah. sort of things. It's like a real sort of uh, suite of music, a real sort of companion of music. And the, the, with the even structure, what I found was that the first three songs were very much that. It was you stopped going Where's the verse coming? When's that great solo coming? Yeah. When's that bit come again? Because it might not do. It's, it's almost jazz. It just does. It doesn't repeat itself. And it, and then I think the best way you explained it was you talked about um, the pulse of it, the, yeah. the, the, getting the vibe of the not the vibe, the, the groove of it, the groove. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And you and you found that. So like I was, but that was interesting because. You you seem to you seem to exist on two ends of a spectrum. One old music that we liked when we were, were teenagers and stuff, and then massively cutting edge stuff. Yeah, or stuff yeah. that's, uh, what, why is Would you that consider when,
1: that super cutting edge that stuff? Because I, I would. Uh, but... uh,
0: not super cutting edge because I've heard dissonant sound experiments, right. which are really kind Their of name like name sounds cutting edge. No, no, that's that's what the, the, the bands that do like kind of real sort of. Oh, so that's uh, not a band. That's no, the genre. Well, but that's that should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> but it's it's like um, you know, like Stravinsky was doing right. when it was just like real sort of jarring things and bands deliberately making music to be difficult to listen to and and, and difficult yeah. to interpret and um, that for me that that's the the furthest end of that but the likes of even structure and a lot of bands on basic records which do a, a lot of these type of things um Yeah, I think that's probably, like, yeah, it's probably as bad as cutting edge as it gets. What what is cutting edge, though? I don't know. For me, like, for me, metal
1: has always been, like, oh, I want to play the drums. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, what's level 10 of the drums? Right. And it's always metal, generally. Is it?
0: Uh, Even jazz? Yeah. Like, like Buddy Rich and stuff like that? It is,
1: yeah. Look, jazz, big band, swing, stuff like that is very, Mm. very difficult, but... (sighs) Metal's hard it's just harder. It is. It is. <laughs> I think the thing you need to be is... in shape to play metal yeah, whereas I think, I you think... can be a fat cunt playing jazz.
0: Whereas you have like classical music, you can be like a violinist and it looks like it's fucking massively aggro while someone's playing a violin. Watch a metal drummer. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Watch like a metal bass player. You know, it's like it's a workout. It's, it's what's the drummer. job of an
1: infant annihilator?
0: Play and tell me the fucking <laughs> yeah, fucking what's his name? Watch what's fucking that Dino from Fear Factory? Watch his right, right hand. Exactly. Watch that yeah. for fucking you know industrial strength picking, like you Fair know. For anyone
1: who wants to listen to it, the songs, uh, the band's called Uneven Structure. The album's called Fibris, Februs F E B R U U S, and it's an album that I've been listening to since before I went traveling. So like eight years, and I just. Mm. Every time I go to listen to some new music I'm like to be fair there's still loads to get from this so yeah. I go back and now I've started just jamming along with it every day cuz I'm like this is going to be the album that, that that's i That's not learn. even
0: considered their best work is it from looking I, don't to, know. I, it, I think this I um, haven't
1: I haven't got past it yet yeah, so I've tried I, to listen I, I to am, new stuff me. and I'm like yeah. okay well I don't fully get this and the groove in it is just so like the the underlying crazy rhythmic drumming groove that they've got is just so good. Mm. It's like stabby de-gent style but then they sit back they shift gears quite a lot and it just yeah the whole soundscape thing it reminds me of LD50 by Mudvayne you know how yeah, they've got yeah, that yeah. Um, Terrence McKenna kind of chimey sound going all the way through it's yeah. similar to that but with a way
0: bigger soundscape. I think, I think Mudvayne was one of the first times I heard that kind of this, this kind of precursor to gent like it's per, per, to, right. like that kind of almost mechanical but yeah. not you know that was the first time I kind of really heard that and I was like what the fuck is oh, this mate, like you unreal. know best and listened
1: I, to on Magic Mushrooms
0: and I was and I was well, I'm waiting for someone to do it properly I don't know if it's 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 not really got there yet and um, Pliny does a, a, a version of, of it where he mixed that with real good kind of technical shredding as well like yeah. and I think that the two haven't quite happened they probably have if you've heard something like that please you're like, right? I suggest you, you you'd I'll like listen, him it's a bit more ambience so it's a I'll bit more to, I'll
1: listen to the I've, I got attracted to the album art.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nobody. <laughs> really, what really what nice. attracted to me uh, to, to Plini was that he's, 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 It's very guerrilla, so he does it all himself. Yeah. To a certain degree, it's all released via you know on on every kind of social media you want. But he also does like tab books for his work, which I think is fucking brilliant. And mm. when when artists are doing tab books and stuff and playthroughs and stuff for the music, I think that's fucking that's brilliant because there used to be this shielded community to do and to do and to do metal like. So if you wanted to learn the um, the guitar part to a particular song you had to listen to the record try and pick it away catch them live try and watch it maybe get a guitar tab book maybe put it in a guitar magazine we'll do what
1: Uncle Steve did and pull, push the LP slowly yeah. to hear the fucking solo and yeah. try and slow it down with his hand
0: <laughs> and so all that's been lifted now there's a video of that guitar there's a video yeah. of the drummer from, from An Even Structure yeah. playing yeah, I watched it because yeah. I was like, is that the I to see. You sort of... No, no, it was like a, it looked like a recording studio thing. Oh, and and, a really and it was a really good live it one. It had mixed cameras, one for his, his oh, it, nice. for both of his floors, I, and I can play, man. and I, I just found it interesting In the same way that I, I like watching someone restore a car. Mm. You know, it see it just fascinated me that someone operating that at that level, like yeah. you know. Um, so, how do you find? new how did you find them because it was was it through like betraying the martyrs and stuff Cause no like... so I
1: found all of these bands this was back when I needed a way of getting introduced to new music so we're talking like 2011 yeah and back then I found a website because I, I searched for an album with download written after it because I couldn't find it on um, like torrent websites right uh, because you know I don't believe in intellectual property you believe you yeah. should pay for music It's no, retarded yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got Lars Ulrich up next and it's gonna be a fabulous conversation. Oh, you're talking about the Meg White of Metal. Talk about shit drumming. <laughs> no, he's great. I love I love, I love Lars, he's amazing. I just love I love saying that. Um, <laughs> the Meg, of the Meg White of Metal is
0: too on the nose.
1: And then there was a website called MP3, MP3 Boo, MP3B O O, and mm. I went there and I just clicked on progressive or metal and then just right. any album I like to look off, downloaded. Right. And their their cover was just amazing like yeah, two towers, sure for artwork like that, yeah. weird yeah i just i think that if you if you've got an idea behind your music the artwork is another way of expressing that idea
0: yeah I, th- I think it's one of those things that if something's well presented even if it's awful right. you still give it a couple of more moments than you would with something that was <coughs> produced would w- looks awful But exactly. it's laid out for you and you go okay like it's like a meal it's like if it's laid out you go, well that actually looks nice you taste it and go well that's awful you would have tasted it, whereas if it looks awful you're probably not even going to get to the tasting part right exactly everything is part of whatever the act is if you do stand up the first mm. thing how you look the
1: first thing you say when you got on stage it's all part of it, the act it,
0: is that that's something we've lost then, um in, in certainly in music and set maybe in metal is the album cover and the like
1: We had this conversation we did about in... fifteen years ago yeah, in yeah. the Bootle saloon. <laughs> God rest its soul. Yeah,
0: God um, bless
1: him. And I remember saying, I'm fine with having everything digital, all the artwork you, digital you, you, stuff.
0: You got rid of all your every
1: smashing pumpkin CD. CDs. Like Seventy pumpkin CDs and they've only made like albums back yeah. in like five but you got rid of all that i got rid of all that digitized, i don't think... need things yeah Uh i'm going traveling and yeah. things hold us back i've had this weird thing with like owning things over my entire life it's really weird but now i've come i've gone full circle like i'm really enjoying actual books like wooden books yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah from like trees and shit i'm yeah. really enjoying that and it's the same thing with like music although i don't want to necessarily take a cd out and put it into a cd player and play it there's a ritual in doing that, yes. which means I kind of respect what I'm doing more because I'm to put a bit yeah. of effort in and yes. I'll listen to the whole thing because I can't be arse changing, whatever, or you know. Yeah. Whereas now I just go on Spotify. I don't even open Spotify because it's too convenient. Stuff's yeah. far too easy. Mm. What I'm well, saying look- is, we need CDs and we need a war so that it's hard to get those CDs so we really appreciate music again. <laughs>
0: we got to a war over for yeah. CDs to- I'm in a
1: really bad mood today so I was going to ask you if you wanted me to <laughs> yes! start on your podcast yes! or not no yeah.
0: no that's fucking <laughs> I love that but so I mean it's, it's weird isn't it it's like I was after we were talking. uh, Matthew sent me some bits and pieces about uh, kind of fame and stuff, and there was an interesting documentary by uh, Mouthy Buddha about about fame and Justin Bieber and stuff. Which is uh, anybody listening to this, uh, uh, listen to a metal podcast, and a Bieber comes up is always going to be surprised. But it was interesting, and I went back and listened to The Wall again. Mm. Um, but I have it on I, I could listen to it on Spotify which is interesting because if you go to listen to the wall on How Spotify I've never listened to the wall keep going it's fucking outrageous um, <laughs> no, <laughs> never, I, never I on again uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the point being is if you go to listen to it on Spotify it's chopped up like a, like a Happy Meal so right. it's not presented in the way that Waters wanted to. So, so uh, I mean, I've got me. I won't do it on the phone now.
1: But... So, is it just tra... you mean like tracks?
0: So or... you put Spotify in and you put. What do... I'll, I'll try it now because I tried to do it um, with a... So let's say for example. So, uh, search the wall. Okay, um, and I'll put a share sh- the point I'm trying to make now. Remastered version of the wall album. Um, so, it doesn't play. it. Does it play it in order? I, I don't think you can play it in order. I might be wrong about you know this. Yeah, there's a shuffle
1: button on there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But
0: I, I'm looking at the list as well, the and one. I don't think it lets you play it in order. Maybe I'm wrong. But the point being is, the that that was never meant to be listened to in that way. I mean, right. it didn't exist, so he didn't even think of that. But when you listen to the, the album, it moves through things to build the other thing. So okay. the thing before helps pull the thing after, and it moves before and it's constantly shifting and moving forward, taking those things in isolation nullifies those effects, yeah and we talked about this before because it's a concept album you know and and that's the point of it, but also does that like kind of let's get our clothes off and fuck right. so what that what I mean by that is that yeah there's a whole period of flirting flirtation, taking your clothes off and fucking yeah you know, when you get your record there's a whole like of looking at it. Before you even play it, examining it, reading the linear notes, maybe even carrying it home from where you bought it from, right. queuing up for whatever you, you did, and then sitting there and putting that record on, and never thinking that you could put the gr- in between the grooves and start a song, on, just starting at the beginning, yeah. you know. And that whole process has been taken away from us. This, 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 this generation, been lost, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's that commitments, and commitments is the correct word you say there to to the to the, to listening to someone's piece of art, yeah, it's the it's the equivalent of going to a concert and being on your phone. It's just it's the same thing. It's right. a hundred percent of your attention must be focused in order to get a hundred percent of what that artist in, ter- in turn wants to get out of it. Yeah. So did you? when did you regret that when you you got rid of all your CDs, you digitized everything? And did you miss the, picking up a record? And uh, I don't know.
1: Probably I don't know. I'm starting to now see the value in it, but. Mm. Um, I think that it, it, what we're talking about is just the product of the fact that we've lived through both eras. It's a yeah. different era of music, right? I mean, because remember, some people lived in the "Hey, let's listen to that song, pick up a banjo around the campfire" era. Yeah, that's so the that, only way music. So for some people, music was about lighting a fire first. Yeah, right. Uh, and no doubt, something has been lost by us not having that experience. I yeah. think that all these experiences are valid. <clears throat> Rituals are good, and. I don't think there's one correct way of doing it. Like, mm. imagine, like, oh, should we watch Dumb and Dumber, or should we just, like, quickly watch a few clips from Dumb and Dumber? Now, you right. wouldn't want to only watch clips of Dumb and Dumber. Right. You'd want to watch the whole movie sometimes. Oh, fuck it. Let's go for something more epic. Schindler's List. Actually, you wouldn't watch clips of Schindler's List. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon I'd probably I think, watch a clip or I two. Think, I think you know what? You can see what my point is. You,
0: the point of ritual is, is probably yeah, an interesting way to... Away yeah, from yeah, the, Holocaust. Is, is the is, You can shift it to uh, different rituals. So, you might want to quickly hear the right. the breakdown in a corn song. I want to quickly hear that because it's really fucking cool. Like I maybe don't like bits of the song. Then you can go, okay, I want to sit down and listen to this album because it's a classic album released you know twenty years ago. Or I just want to hear the song because I really like the song. I don't like anything else on the record. Yeah. As much as I'm putting down technology and, and the move forward and, and the old man shouting at the clouds type of thing. I also understand that sometimes it can be incredibly useful. I think it's just that what happens is the easy route is presented all the time.
1: The e- we go for the easy route and I think that probably the the best thing to best way to think about this is just because a new technology comes along doesn't mean you yeah. fuck off the old way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both valid mm. for they're both tools for different do you know what I mean? They're just different tools for I, different I will, jobs. I will
0: be releasing this podcast on a track, uh, yeah, Vinyl uh, and on tape. Bo- and on a message in a bottle. That
1: <laughs> Release that on a cassette.
0: <laughs> just throw, just throwing a bottle. Imagine that. Just releasing <laughs> that. Someone
1: reads it all out. But yeah, a bottle with a podcast it? With cork in it, corking it, and then a, uh, a USB, USB drive with a thing, thing it? podcast. On well, don't
0: they call them? They're called rubber ducks, aren't they? Isn't? Have you not of this? No. So okay, so one of the things that exists because I always I thought. Uh, I remember reading the Ricky Gervais's first live show, and he was doing. You podcasts. read
1: his live show.
0: I read about his live oh, about show. About his live show. Fucking, are you in a bad mood today? <laughs> Jeez, you fucking read. You said R, oh, E, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> A, B. I didn't know what you. I, I, yeah, I thought that because we're talking about Ricky read Yeah, Ricky Gervais's live show. I read. That I'm in a bad mood. He. When he was doing podcasting at the same time, and he was really right. pushing, out. he was known as the pod father for a while because he was really one of those guys at the, at the, at the top of yeah. the mountain. Stephen Pilkinson it. doing it wasn't it? For a yeah, while. yeah, yeah, as Stephen Merchant. And when he was doing his live show, he used to leave like on on, on each of the seats in this like fucking thousand-seater stadium stadium, uh, thousand-seater sort of venue, and leave a USB and and a, and a, like a, a program or whatever, and people would take the USB mm-hmm. and the USB would have the podcast on, and then his thinking would be okay. We'll get. We're going to be able to get more podcast listeners. I thought that was really interesting. That's a great I, idea. Well, well done. So I looked it up about like kind of using leave left. I think I put it left uh, USB things. Like Found footage. Found, well, there's found a, there, there's an actual thing about this called rubber ducks. Yeah, where you have a USB. Someone leaves it, so they get your USB. They go on the train. They just lash it on the train somewhere. Someone picks up the USB. What are you going to do with that USB? Put it in your computer. What do you think people have been doing? People have been putting then malware and kind of virus and Not trojan and software that, yeah. on a USB. People put it anything, and they call them they call them rubber ducks. And it came from as well with sort of people were talking about it the most was there was an artist who put. There was a wall in London, and he would put like a USB port. Uh, oh, I cord. saw that.
1: You'd have to take your laptop up to the wall. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and it came from that. So it's like, yeah, people are even.
1: It... Sorry, why is it called rubber ducks? I don't
0: know. I, I, if you uh, if you have a look on the on the internet, I'm sure there's a reason why, but they're called rubber ducks. And I was just like, that's in, that's insane. That's seems like that's a really...
1: amazing. I like the. the uh, he told me to listen to like uh, Kevin Smith podcast oh. with the guy who did the obey shit. Obey. Oh yeah, yeah. God, his I can never name. remember
0: his name. And he and he's yeah. hugely important. He's I Very like
1: I like that kind of guerrilla marketing. I like
0: guerrilla anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I like anything where someone has maybe uh, risking the chance of getting arrested because yeah. it, it adds weight to what they're doing. I believe, um, and I love someone who, who who every single person around them tells them that it shouldn't they shouldn't be doing that, and they still do that. Those mercenaries and rebels, I love. He's a,
1: that's a great idea. I'm gonna. He's, he's a, a fantastic,
0: uh, fantastic advocate for DIY. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a hustle,
1: isn't it? Did you listen to Rogan's podcast with um something something junior on it recently?
0: <laughs> no, uh, no, I've got to... He
1: had a uh, really good one about hustling for comic stand ups. Right. Like how to get like he had this great story which basically about how he blagged to, he blagged onto some show to get yeah. onto some other show. Yeah. And all he had to do on this evening I'm ruining it, but it was make sure these two guys who was blagging didn't meet each other, but they were both going to be and at the event. And play each other offline. Oh, it was, am- it was amazing. It was so good. I've I'll, written down here a thousand-seater stadium because you said that. Can you imagine <laughs> what that would be a thousand-seater
0: like? stadium. Massive, massive stadium. Fuck. Wembley's had a thousand With the amount fucking stage set up now for fucking Metallica, <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I, I watched it recently. I watched it... Um, they They were doing S and M two in uh, in uh, I think what? San Francisco. I, no, not San Francisco. I had a been Toronto. Might have been Toronto because there's a new stadium opening, and they were the first band to play this new stadium. Or well, re, you know how they changed the name for a stadium yeah. to different commercial thing. They were doing it with this, and they had S and M two, and right. and I was watching the footage. Fucking hell. in again. Um, yeah, I think it's Michael Kamen. I think it is again. With uh, oh, uh, it's the, f-
1: the 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 best album. <laughs> Metallica's ever done. What? Is and m yeah. Oh,
0: fucking. How oh, do I get getting, you on this fucking show? It's the best show? way of
1: getting anyone into Metallica. Getting, we,
0: we've lost about You'll, fucking. The, the 10 people that listen to this, we lost <laughs> fucking a Bieber about fucking 20 minutes ago, and <laughs> now you fucking throw that in. Is yeah, this your band wife
1: move. reckons there's no Metallica album? Like, Fucking a podcast. And she might be. It's been, a different band. She might be right, I you know, think but. She might be. But, yeah. No, I think so. Yeah. No, but, but if you want to get someone into Metallica, right? right. Who isn't into metal, you would you would suggest S and M to get someone, someone into, someone into, into if Metallica. someone who isn't into metal, you go, oh, listen to this. It starts. It opens with an orchestra because it's got
0: classical music. Yeah, but then classical music notoriously the most it's difficult the lube to get For the
1: screaming shit. Yeah, before you give an S and M, and in a few years they'll be listening to Cold Chamber. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's lube. It's just lube. That's, that's all it is. For me, it makes it even more convoluted. Because it it's even like classical music, what they do is apparently. Um, it's the same, same genre. I saw the set list. I've never. Do did, did you put it on in cinemas? You go to the cinema and see which I thought was weird. That's insane. Um, I saw the set list, and there's there's a couple of sections on it where they have the classical orchestra play non Metallica classical pieces as well. There's like two or three of them in between, like Exorcist of Gold. And I, well, yeah, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is is that about? But it, like classical music, notoriously the hardest thing to get into. I wouldn't, I would not get, to, not suggest this. I remember S and had no fam. This is just like S came out sort of just as the internet was really kind of taking hold but it was still difficult to know when new stuff was coming out unless you were fucking ran on it. Mm. And I remember stumbling on it when they were like, oh yeah, Metallica have done this live album. And it was like almost throwaway. They like, oh, they've done a live album with oh, it orchestra. a great orchestra. album. Oh, no, listen, I think it's a great album. Only only sort of underpinned by the fact that they almost don't take it seriously. There's a bit where Heffield goes... Uh, uh, did, if you, did, you guys
1: agree with me that SM is Metallica's best album, yeah. stop playing this podcast right now. Delete your podcast app and then re-download the podcast just to bump the numbers up for him. As a vote, <laughs> to say look, Everyone fucking agrees because <laughs> he'll see that extra download. Fuck. Like, fuck. It. All this, of a sudden, it's triple.
0: You, know <laughs> you, you what? You I'll, I'll fucking die on that hill. That's, you fucking. Did, a, did everybody do that? It it do is that? And great. if you don't? Yeah. Fuck you because you yeah. don't well, believe it enough. Like <laughs> you fucking. But it's it's a great. There's a bit, album. There's a bit where Hatfield goes um, of Wolfgang. man before they do of all for man and he goes uh," he's like, I don't get it and I kind of like I was like I get it and I want a bit of comedy but I don't want I don't want any of that comedy in me fucking with a classical orchestra I think the second one I've I've seen the set list and it does look good they play they play Outlaw Torn which is like they they should never play and so I really like the idea of that they play I Disappear on it uh, don't the, drink, the no.
1: greatest Metallica song of all time
0: okay, <laughs> they, and then they went through the door and away the last listen what's wrong with it's not. it's not a bad song it's not a bad but it was made to order yeah yeah, which is the worst type of thing to make to make up made to order songs are fucking awful. What but, uh, what about I Disappear? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great track, it's it's passable. The only, the only interesting thing about that is that that was wrote by Heffield about Newstead about fucking but you can he, tell in the fucking
1: video. Yeah, the shit that he goes to in that video where people are like, pushing Oh, yeah, it's like Wall
0: Street, isn't he? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a metal version of. Uh, bittersweet Symphony. Whole, that whole video is just an excuse for Heffield to get into a fucking another really expensive car and drive fast. This is the worst part. I know but... because it's him driving in a fucking. Well, actually, he's trying to ape. Um, Bullet and do the San Francisco kind of thing and yeah. and all that shit. What was it Lars did in that? Lars scene? was running through a building and jumps through the glass. That was good. I mean, it was very Lars. <laughs> it's very Lars. He's always furious
1: when you see him, especially playing. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump through glass and then I'm gonna jump. I, but you're gonna die. And I thought. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Lars Uric. I'm gonna. It's like oh, I mean, what fuck. was um uh, what was the gay one doing? <laughs> came.
0: Keikamus was Closeted doing one. north by northwest <laughs> when he's running through the cornfield and the plane was kind of following oh, him. That was sick. The, the Hitchcock one like which is yeah, a fucking yeah. cheeky bastard thing to do like yeah, it's metallic, right?
1: do But
0: yeah, it's like that was just made to order. What was the what was the film? Oh, it was Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible 2. 2. Yeah. Which also which interestingly interestingly had um uh, it had Rob Zombie, I think, around there. Really? Were uh, I'm pretty sure. Might, yeah, uh, Limp Bizkit did the biscuits did theme song. That was to order. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> um, I can't think what else But there's a lot of metal acts on there. Godsmack. I that think was such a on great
1: there. time. I was, I was so 19 then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I mean, fucking hell, that that whole sort of stadium thing that they got. It looks amazing. me, I saw Muses Stadium set up as well. Yeah. Fucking hell, and that's what people where people talk about like, oh, £200 a ticket. It's because that fucking shit costs an enormous amount of money. And it's normally times three. Mm. So normally it's like, it's one uh, setup getting deconstructed at a venue, one getting set up at another venue, and in the meantime, the one that's set up in the middle, if you know what I mean, so it's kind of a three-trip sort of deal because it takes, like, two Mm. or three days to set these things up. And people are going, why isn't it £15 to see Metallica anymore? It's like, fucking, you're paying for a a massive experience, like, you know. Oh, I get that. It was, like, £100. One thing I
1: like, though, is, like, I went to Leeds 2000 and... No, sorry, 1999, I went to Leeds. I think it was, or 2000 or something like that. Anyway, and I saw the Chili's play there. Yeah. And outdoor, open air chilies. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Maybe they're yeah. having an off night. But then I was in San Francisco, 2010, and I saw this little band, three piece, play uh, Danny California, and I was like, yeah. "This is f- it was it was amazing." Yeah, 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 I would love to see the chilies in a pub playing yeah, and yeah. just charge a normal fee and just have a well, lot whenever, of security and when, just do whenever a band of being wanna, cool want to
0: appear cool or want to appear the kind of like you know, we're not we're not pretentious rock stars or anything like that. There's always do with that video where they're in a small area or play a small club and, and what you're doing is you're potentially you're taking if you can imagine it's a, their whole sort of vibe is this sort of gas if you will they just compress that so in an arena the gas goes out so it's like difficult yeah, to yeah. Run. you can press it like um dave lee roth's doing uh his residency in vegas the house of blues oh, that will fuck. be a fucking brilliant show i might even Jesus, try to I, might go, to, but, I might go for that yeah because yeah, be dave lee roth doing all dave lee roth and van halen songs and he'll have it to fucking kill a fucking house of blues is Yeah, it's you know, so it's all about like it's like it's like a meal. It's like people go, "What's the best meal you've ever had?" There's a situationalism to it. So it's much as it's where you are, how you feel at the time, the weather. If you're in a small room, your big room. Some of the best meals I've I've had have been in fast food places, but it's been loads of people all around We've had and it's been and actually the same can be true for gigs. I've had it's. I think it's rarer to have that experience in an arena than it is to have it in in a close-up venue because everything's distilled. Music close-up,
1: it's like magic close-up, it's just way better. The the, the energy is...
0: I I love seeing a a band
1: that can just bring it in a tiny venue. I just think it's fucking amazing.
0: Everybody's always impressed by watching a band when it's like there's there's nothing they can hide behind. Yeah, when it's like it's you always there's lots of videos on YouTube of people, famous guitar players playing on shit instruments and still sounding really good Best, and still yeah. sounding like themselves. Yeah, and there's nothing better than like you know you want it's like uneven structure. We were talking, you just missed seeing them.
1: Yeah, I know. But a, a couple of weeks
0: ago. And it was what I think it was. was it was in Rebellion, or I can't remember. Was it in a devil something. Oh, Satan's Hollow. Satan's Hollow. Satan's yeah. Hollow's a tiny venue for a Fuck. gig. You would have been like, yeah. like able to I stand saw him in Manchester
1: about a decade and, and watch ago. Him. But...
0: And I think that's incredibly, like you say, Magic's probably a really interesting way of putting it. It's like fucking when you, like. That David Copperfield shows I saw in Vegas, like that, he did the big thing. He did the big illusion, if you will, and that was like wow, wonderful, amazing. But then he was right up fucking in your face with this close up fucking magic. Fucking the
1: best, and that's that's
0: the great artist. That's why, like you know, like Steve Vai always talks about it, saying that you've got to get to when you play a big show at a big arena or whatever it is. You've always got to make sure that you can bring it down to one note or bring the whole crowd to one sort of one thing. Like I saw Nine Inch Nails do, Hate. In in in, in uh, a while back. And he brought he brought it down to just him and his voice, and mm. I thought that was incredible. And it was still the arena, but everybody was invested. Yeah. Um. And and I think yeah, it, seemed, it seemed, I you're always going to prefer to see a band playing in, in your fucking backyard, aren't you? But like the, then, that. so
1: because of that, you have to. And I know you're more likely to do this because you see a lot of bands, but you then have to find a band when they're just starting out, mm. and it's like, all right, I get that, yeah. but I don't want to have missed that time. But again, you don't want to make it so yeah. prohibitively expensive. It's tough that yeah. people can't go along to it, and you're. You get fucking so, uh, yeah, it's hard. I think it'd take a really actually cool band to just put is a it, night is, is on. Is like anybody
0: that. doing that? Is anybody? I don't
1: know. I haven't, I, mm. I don't I think that I think seeing uneven structure and bands like that is the closest you're going to get to it. You're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, these yeah. guys are really before because they're, they're, they're never,
0: never going to cross to mainstream, it's just not going to happen. That music and 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 the the, the charts or whatever you know mm. thing you use to to, to mediate it. Uh, they're never going to cross over. They're always going to be academy bands. You know? Yeah,
1: one of a lot of people. You know, when like it's a nice level of fame that though. I, I guess. It? I don't know. After I mean, what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. Would you really want people like? Mm. Coming and looking in your shit and like. Oh, what, what was interesting?
0: In- I tell you was interesting about that drum playthrough that I saw. I didn't see any negative comments. I mean, I didn't. There was a couple of hundred comments, but I didn't see any you negative don't, comments. You don't. And I thought that was fascinating. I thought there's good to be someone who goes, "Fuck you!" It there's no feeling to it, or whatever it may be. I Mate. thought you'd get that, but there was there was none of that. I've, I so I've,
1: I've had like a bunch of YouTube channels now, and the most successful one that I've had, which has like. Ninety subscribers or something, you know (laughs) what I mean? Uh, With my drumming channel, where I've I've got four videos on there, and first three were me learning how to do drum videos, and they're all all of it's positive,
0: yeah. yeah, Because
1: I don't know, I think it's when people recognise that something's quite difficult to do, Mm. then they're less likely to shit on it, unless you're super super famous, right? You know, because then you're. Stuff's easy for you because you're famous. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. yeah it's so like you should be good at people it. People because... want to build people up until they can knock. Isn't them that down interesting?
0: They... Though, do people see um, talent with fame?
1: Yeah,
0: and the two aren't the same thing. And that's like that video that we, we you, you sent me. I, I thought was made started an interesting point to that. The you know, famous people and talent almost are completely separate. Mm. certainly now in this age of like you know you can go on and see uh, you know uh uh uh, someone playing the guitar like you're six or something insanely well fast and and technical and all that and it kind of nullifies you being able to play well and doing something uh, but they're not famous Mm. and then you can see someone um playing terribly yeah and they're famous yeah I, i think the Talent and fame are two things that should never have got together and had a baby. And mm-hmm. they have, and that baby's like modern society's celebrity. You know, that that's probably what it is. You mm-hmm. know, where there's a tiny bit of talent, ta- a thimble thin of full of talents. Like we were talking, Justin Bieber is talented. He can play his instruments in multi instruments and sing yeah. and write as his- it he can do that, but it's been so fucking destroyed by yeah, yeah. by the fame side of it. Like and the problem is is that it's difficult to get the two Balanced. and I don't think he ever can be. You can be famous for anything, right? You can be yeah, famous can be for friendly.
1: being a great guitarist. You can be famous for murdering somebody. You can yeah. be famous for making a fool of yourself on yeah. TV. You can yeah. be famous for... Um, fame is this other separate thing, and I don't think it's something that people should ever chase, really. Yeah. Because why... Well,
0: it doesn't... You, doesn't like Duvet says, Like and he's paraphrasing himself here, he says... Per- Famous, the perfume of good deeds, right. um, and that, that makes sense. You yeah. know, if you're a good person or you do good shit, then you know, if you become famous off the back of it, like you know, that's 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 it. Like, I wonder when, you know, I wonder when it when it happened for Metallica, like, was it the Black Album, or was it like, you know, was it Master Puppet to Ride the Lightning, when? When it kind of turned for them, when because he, you, you know, I always like look at the first four albums since we're talking about Metallica, and they all look like fucking dishevelled and fucking a mess and sleeping in someone's fucking garage, and and then there was a bit of a shift, and now they look like very clean, and mm. and it, it kind of like it, it seems almost produced like there is a, a, a company behind them, like you know, yeah, I wonder when they're that business, aren't they? It must be people. We only see that. When the next album comes out, or when the next da, 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 next sort of press release is, but it's the thing that, that people don't understand is that's a gradual process. Mm. You know what I mean? Heffield didn't go. Some people might think Lars is a knobhead. You know, might think he did these, these opinions. That wasn't maybe always what he was. He was. I believe he was probably coming certainly with the Napster thing. He was probably coming from a good place. Yeah, I think so. But obviously, Nap, there you go. That's a perfect example to your to what you were saying. That someone he's a millionaire rock star. That attacks Napster. Yeah, no one held weight in what he was saying because he'd be like, "Fuck you, you've got enough money. Why would right. why do that?" If he hadn't been, if he'd been a barroom musician and gone after an Napster and launched this big campaign. Maybe people would have been like, "You know what? He might have a point there. Might have listened to." Him. Yeah. Yeah, because
1: the motivations are different, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Well, no. The assumed motivations. The are assumed different motivations. Because people are like, "Oh, you're doing it for more money." When he was trying to say, "Listen, if I'm a garage mechanic, and I fix your car? I won't fucking pay him. you. know what I mean? Because I put work and I put work into this song. You have took this song, da, 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 and we get neatly onto so I think that
1: analogy breaks down.
0: Yeah. Well, do you get onto your your thing of all ownership is is this theft? The legend you can't own anything. You can't. Yeah.
1: It's like. You're not stealing music. It's just hearing music. That's all you're doing is hearing it. Yeah, yeah. You sell if you just because somebody does something and then they found a way of charging people money for it doesn't mean they then have a right to charge people money for something because it doesn't de- give
0: it inherent value as well. <clears throat> no, of course it doesn't. It's, it's an
1: exchange value that it has based on technology at the time. So because. Mm. We have to press CDs, and you have to get a CD off somebody, and no one owns CD I burners. wonder is
0: that guy with the banjo at the uh, at the campfire. I wonder if he sat down. Imagine this: so we're sitting at the campfire. This is like I don't know, eighteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds. You know, and we're sitting at the campfire. We've met uh, on the way to wherever we are. The Gold Rush,
1: San Francisco. Yeah, the so Gold Rush. Right we, yeah.
0: we met. I've got a banjo. You've got a banjo. We play on street corners for money and stuff like that. And I go, um, so I've got this this song. I I learnt this song. Can and, I hear uh, it? Well, yeah, but you, well, it's fifty cents, isn't it? So, yeah. all right,
1: cool. Well, yeah, cool. All right, here's fifty cents. Okay, play me your song.
0: Right, no, no, no. But it's fifty cents from you. Yeah. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna teach it to other people now, so you have to you have to you have to pay for that as well. well no, because
1: I I wanted to hear it, and you're not gonna play it unless I give you the fifty cents. Yeah, so but I, you, give...
0: I, you, I need to know that you're
1: not gonna play it with, to someone else. Well, you, you can't. You, no, you, you can't give it to someone else. That's my song. Right. Okay. Then don't play it. You have to keep it in your head because if I hear it, I'm going to play it, and do you know what? I'm going to play it better than you. Oh,
0: well, what? If, what if you go to the to the bar down the road and you get the gig, and you and that's the song you play first? I don't know. That's your. That's not my problem. Yeah, but that's my song. I I hate What for if that. what if I build
1: something and then you use it to smash someone's head in? That's not <laughs> your fo- your problem. That's my problem. I, what I and, did
0: with it. And and the madness of that conversation is the reason it never existed
1: the song never existed
0: no no they never he never i don't believe that happened i believe the two banjo players the one guy goes right, here's right, this banjo argument. lick and he goes that's amazing he's his banjo lick he went off and did his thing and he went off and did his thing yeah you know and and there was no there was no commitment
1: to a monetary value of it money came into money came into it at one point because I imagine the way it worked was some people went and played in bars or wherever, and yeah. people paid some kind of entry fee, or the bar paid. Well, you those were yeah, people. you were you
0: were back in those days in a saloon, if you will. You were paid to entertain. It was paid like, to entertain, yeah. It was like you know we'll give you three dollars. You pay playing two sets in between. There's a girl stripping. If I'm laying I, bricks, do yeah. I have
1: to pay the guy who had the idea for, for laying brick bricks, laying. or do I have to? Am I getting paid because I'm laying bricks? Playing music is the same shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm more likely to pay napster for that music because they're giving the music to me i don't think
0: that metallica or End so with a guitar what's erode anything what's, what's interesting now is that um again i think to, as a, I think with a today, today in fact today led zeppelin are going back into the uh into the courts to, to 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 sue someone because they think that they took elements of stairway to heaven from them from no, led, led zeppelin are getting sued you mean I don't know. I think this Led Zeppelin is suing someone else because they oh no, it might be you might be right. It might be the, all I no. The point I'm making it is the Led Zeppelin wrote "Stairway to Heaven" and someone's contesting it. There. Ah, that, yeah, that must be it. That's it must, what it
1: is. Yeah,
0: yeah. i, I I've, I've read so many articles about it to try and find out what the actual. I've heard the two songs put together as well. I didn't yeah, know who ridiculous. was suing who. The point I'm making is. Where's your stance on that, then? Well, well it, we live
1: in a world where we have these laws. Because we look,
0: talk, we I'll I'll say, circle us back to comedy in a sec because we were talking about this parallel thinking, and that's where yeah, I'm kind yeah. of thinking. About. So, what do you think about that? You know, well, so just on the just out? on
1: the on the just quickly on the court case. Look, I don't believe in intellectual property, but I would Where's patent it? something because of the world I live in everyone patents shit right. so someone will because so look I'm currently living let's have it, say I have, I have an idea for a right. new vacuum cleaner right, right. the vacuum cleaner as well as cleaning your house gives the best blowjob you've ever had right and Dyson come along and they go oh shit and I'm like, like I don't believe in IP and they're going to like well we believe in IP so we're going to patent yeah, it yeah, and yeah. then the government with guns is going to stop you from making your blowjob vacuum cleaner yeah. so I'm like well fuck you're going to stop me from doing it I'm going to have to do it I'd prefer yeah. a world where you didn't people's guns isn't, to stop a, me from doing something isn't
0: that a terrible way though of of constructing social rules and structure what, or law. Yeah,
1: laws and guns playing the, the at people. The basically, yeah.
0: because <laughs> he follows the law and you don't, that that that, that well, becomes forced, the law. Yeah, he's, forced,
1: he's forced my hand. But All that's going on with IP, let's not forget, someone's having an idea, whatever that idea is, mm. and then they say to people with guns, the government, mm. I'll pay you some money so you... F- Point those guns at other people who are copying me. Missy's copying my idea, Jesus. pointing the guns at him, it's not fair. So so
0: That's two, all that's have happening. Have you heard here. the two songs? The, 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 yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard them, yeah. And what do you think? It sounds
1: very similar. They apparently they toured with Led Zeppelin or something. Yeah, and they stole it. They're not
0: like a million miles away, they've been in the same place. What I'm, I'm sure.
1: saying is that Led Zeppelin probably did it better. They did right. do it better because they're Led Zeppelin. Right. This bat but Led Zeppelin also made their bed. Fucking deal with it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no doubt, this is some kind of karmic thing that's coming around again. And they've probably sued someone else over music at some point. So yeah. Do you th- who, do Enjoy. Do you who
0: do you think's behind it? Do you think Robert Plant is and uh, uh, Jimmy Page? Do you think they're really kind of going? What? Fucking call the lawyers? Do you really think it's them? I always think I always think when when I see like Motorhead T-shirts and stuff and Metallica and Slayer T-shirts and next you know, <laughs> I always think to myself surely there's a gatekeeper surely I and mean, is it the, really the band is that that guy
1: probably not smash probably... cut
0: to Jimmy Page in his, in his beautiful mansion some somewhere going what some bands st- t- business know.
1: people behind the band probably
0: it's... but yeah. there has to be some.
1: Ownership? Surely at well, some didn't, point Didn't Metallica Buy their music Back at one point Buy their music Yeah I mean... wasn't there like We own all our own songs now And now something Or maybe it wasn't Metallica Maybe it was somebody else What
0: are the interesting things uh, Which
1: is I, fucking I, insane To
0: kind of opened my eyes to the business was reading about Zappa. And Zappa's a really important person when you talk about kind of ownership and stuff like that. He yeah. has a very similar thought process. I don't know his music, um, but I
1: know his debating and he's debating. Yeah, fucking he, he's, he's the
0: man. He, he, he came up with the concept of streaming and stuff long before it even existed about what... you know, He's well-documented. But he was like... Um, I remember reading an interview with him when I was quite young, and he was like, I kept all the masters of my Mm. recordings. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What does does he mean? And he means that the master tapes from which all the copies are produced – is, is not owned by that artist it's owned by the record company that's where they can fuck off a band and release a greatest hits package that's why they can do yeah. that because there's a master that they own that they can reduce and they your, own the rights covers. to the yeah, whole thing exactly yeah that's what a record and, deal is and I was like Jesus Christ And, it, and it, being young and I was like I, I couldn't get my head yeah. around the fact that you could do, do that and, and own it so maybe like you say maybe I don't know if Robert Plant and Jimmy Page or even give even know it exists. Maybe not. I, I no. think that you know Robert Plant's probably somewhere in a fucking Far Eastern country fucking playing a fucking you know uh the uh, crazy instruments and warbling away like he you know it, it doesn't give a fuck. I think Jimmy Page probably was the same way, didn't give a fuck. And you think then, okay, so when did that complicity shift from um, you know, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page leading the way they would go musically, leading what they were doing from a business point to someone else going, shh. Over there in your box again, where we'll look after all the money things and all the calculations. We're it all leave came out.
1: from the fact that you're 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 learning. You're an artist, and mm. you're playing an instrument, which is very difficult. And you're playing with other artists, which is very difficult. Yeah. And you're m- making a product which people like. You're not also going to be good at organizing a tour. You know, yeah, all this, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. R- print pressing records well, one of the and things, CDs. One of the so you need to get a bunch as, of, as a bunch bands, of as bands
0: become successful, is that they put. All these like sort of things in place, so they'll get a booking agent, a tour manager. They'll get someone who does the wardrobe. They'll get someone who does everything. The catering, everything is is kind of looked after then by as so they can. Because the point being is that they're the golden goose and they can totally concentrate on producing more golden eggs. That's yeah. the, that's the whole the whole point of it. But within that, and this goes back to the the kind of the guerrilla sort of DIY thing is part of the music was part of that. Mm. So, part of you driving to a particular venue, part of you lugging your gear and actually bled into... The music that you played,
1: and then when you kind of like
0: Juice talks about, he says you can actually get out there and live a life to start writing the music. Now, if you just leave the music and all you concentrate on the music, all the things that influenced that and made that that way, like I was listening to uh, Korn's first album on the way here because their new albums come out, and I always go back and listen to sort of albums I like when a new one comes out to try and get a feel for what the which way they're going. Yeah, and their first album was Ross Robinson produced it. And he put them through the fucking ringer. Yeah, really difficult recording process. You know what I mean? Properly challenged them and everything it was aggressive and, or I, I believe, like you know, attacked them verbally and physically and stuff to try and coax out this performance. Yeah. And you think that's not going to happen now when they're multi-platinum artists? That's right. not going to happen. Is the end? The end result's not going to be the same. be The same though. You know, but so you don't want it
1: to be the same either. So this is a, a weird well, thing. I say where... same.
0: I say true. Yeah, not same. I mean, it's going to be be an honest reflection of them, but it's an honest reflection of a rock star. Yeah, yeah. It's It's the honest honest reflection
1: of 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 them now when they don't have to. It's like what we were talking about. Uh, on my podcast that you've been on four times, when we said that Tarantino now can you know shut a country down to make a movie, for example,
0: and because no one's pulling no him one's to, to no task, to anything, like, yeah, yeah, no one's saying no. He's got no, no
1: limitations for and, we're, and creativity. A lot of the time comes from limitations, so yeah. you have to be creative when you're limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just forced to be creative.
0: Is that is that then in in sort of modern society that you can make an album in in a bedroom now? Is you can be more creative and there's less push there's less sort of challenge to that are we moving to the point where we're desensitizing and desanitizing music then by doing that because everything's easy
1: i think that the, the easier things are and this brings comes back to our earlier point about like listening to music through streaming rather than buying a cd and working to buy the cd you know all the shit that goes into it let's not forget about that we just have to pay for music just to pay the yeah. fuck. queue up um, for although it although i midnight. am paying for spotify um <clears throat> which i i agree with anyway there's that <laughs> But, like, because stuff's so easy now. We're mm-hmm. recording the podcast with two mics going into a laptop. Yeah. It's ridiculous what we're doing. Yeah, it's going to yeah. go out to, like, fives of people. Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think because, of, because stuff's so easy, you're, you can be lazy it's easier to yeah. be lazy, yeah. Just because, like, when you don't hunt your food, it's easy to like just eat yeah. bullshit. It's the same thing. So I think that you know, going back to Metallica, they don't have to go and drive to every gig, lug their own gear around. They need to. They're not living life. They need to make sure that they're doing other stuff. We need to make sure we're doing other stuff, which is difficult, so that we don't slack off. Mm. Uh, and that's something that I've massively struggled with with really? all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it's everything's so fucking easy. It's a joke. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a joke.
0: Is it? Well, it. This life it,
1: we're living compared to our parents is an absolute oh, fucking joke.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, the fact that I, right now I can listen to any song ever recorded. Human the, history. Just the world of work I, that we live in yeah. as well. Everyone's like... Just living, I know people who went down the
1: mines and went to war.
0: Yeah, we, I, I, we're still maybe what two generations removed from a generation that went to war. Yeah, certainly, you know the Falklands and uh, you know to Vietnam and stuff like that. And I only have
1: to look at it in my own family. Yeah. So it's on my on the English side. It's like my nan that when world war ii but then on my dad's side it was like oh no when he was 20 iran iraq war so yeah, I've got, yeah i've got
0: both sides i'm like okay this is Huge. really close here L- yeah
1: and then this is like miles away
0: living living through religious intolerance where you couldn't speak not like not not yeah. doing action could this conversation where it happened couldn't happen yeah taboo my dad's taboo. just
1: my dad just published a poetry book in iran wow. and there was a three month delay while it went to the ministry of art with you who? know, the censors for the, for the country. A poetry the, the book. The
0: Ministry of Art. Minist- something like that. that yeah. yeah, that shouldn't really... Yeah, government's like government. Like they're like, looking
1: through it like, yes, this isn't subversive in any way. Uh, you haven't in any way given... Did he me. Did he get edited? I don't think he did, no. That's
0: interesting. I'll be interested so, to see what... Well, I mean, um, when, when artists go and play in other countries, their set list gets... Gets looked at, Mm. and they're like, "Oh, well, you can't play that song uh, because (laughs) it contains the the line. Yeah, it contains this line or that line. You can't, you can't say that, like you know." It's fun how that stuff hasn't left. I
1: mean, I remember when Eminem was like, "He's got a chainsaw (laughs) on stage. What's he gonna do with it?" And he, I mean, think about how hardcore that guy's lyrics were. Yeah, yeah. like like killing his. Ex-wife or his bird or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Just like crazy stuff. Like imagine, if, like
1: it, I don't know. It's mad. It's mad. I don't know if music is still that hardcore. or not. So,
0: so when you, when your dad put the, the the book, how long was it from conception to 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 its release? It was a few
1: months. A few months of going through this kind of censorship. Thing.
0: See, it's right there. That that will then that struggle means it for me adds it's worth good, to it. It's a good, good thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it does funnily it, enough it adds it worth to it. Now I wanna I thing. wanna read that because I'm like, well fuck, the guy's pushed this through. He, he's not gone, I'll just submit it now. I imagine there's a fair amount of pushing mm. to get this thing through. You know, and that it's like the 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 meal analogy I made a while back where like, okay, I might not like it. Mm. I'm not a huge fan of poetry, but I wanna read it now because I want to read what someone pushed through now what's like, yeah. so a really chance to do and what a government had to look at to decide I, everybody wants to hear the thing that the government doesn't want you to hear. I want to hear everybody. anything that
1: people don't want me to hear. Yeah. I don't care who it is. Yeah but yeah especially the government. Why?
0: You know yeah. like well, why not? so now I want to fucking hear it like you know. Uh, yeah, it
1: hasn't it hasn't changed this stuff though. We has he thought we about
0: just on as a sidebar, has he thought about this? As he thought, so, so surely you you must have had that conversation. Like the the every book has an audio equivalent, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. Does, why doesn't he do an audio Oh, yeah, he's, do, of that? he's
1: doing that at the moment. He's recording that at the moment. Yeah, that will so be all ace. that stuff. He puts yeah. all that stuff on Instagram, I think. But he hasn't done the audio yet. He just does like text posts, right? But yeah, yeah. So that's the next step. That'd forward. be awesome. And then, so, I reckon he should go and do some open mic. He should poetry, do. Yeah, you know, yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah. There's lots of them about. It. Like I've seen lots of them.
1: I did a gig the other night, so I did my first. First open mic, a, a open open mic. So the first three act on before hold me. On, hold on, had, on, hold on. Sorry. So open mic comedy night, but then this was just an open mic night. So like, the oh, a guitar again. Up and going reactions, guitars. <laughs> okay, and they were just doing songs There were songs and they were all really fucking good musicians by the way really fucking talented and then I had to get up and tell jokes and no one's expecting jokes
0: what? so no one's kind of pre no it's a, one is it's me like, hey
1: let's go to a comedy show for a laugh I had no
0: warm up act
1: it was like it was like watching Schindler's List and then me telling jokes it was <laughs> like they weren't warmed up in any way wow it was a, it was a challenge that I enjoyed
0: you, you, so did you know that was coming you, you go okay it's an open open mic night I knew I know it was, some guy's gonna go on I knew it
1: was coming but I thought there'd be more Comics in there because I thought it was. A Were you the only mic- comic? It was the only comic. Yeah, Shit. it was all music. There was a guy did spoken word at the end. Right. Um. But the thing about comedy is that it's it's not set up punchline in its simplest form. It's set up punchline response. Right. So if you do a knock knock, who's there? Your dad. Your dad. Who exactly? Right. Yeah. Then it's also on the audience then to laugh. Yeah. And that's if you the, change to subject, to complete the circle. laugh. Yeah, if to- you change subject, then. And tell another joke, they're like, Oh, he failed with that last joke.
0: Oh yeah, yeah so yeah.
1: it's so with the spoken word the guy was just up there doing it and people clapped at the end whereas with me, I'm looking for a, a involuntary clap Yeah, just gotta be a call response joke. to it almost so like yeah. it's it's so much more brutal than everything else, but because yeah. of that because of that, because it's so hard, you get better way faster. Yeah, you should yeah. do, anyway. Well, you get
0: sharper, don't you? Yeah. You're sharpening your tool there, so to the, speak. Um, you know.
1: The fe- instant brutal feedback is something you don't get in music. You just don't get Yeah,
0: because imagine that. Imagine you went... There's, there's that thing with... I want to see... Uh, you see, I was at a, a show in, in the Swinking Arm of all places. Like, God, I've been there for a while. Imagine if the band plays a song... And every... As... It's just the way it is. Everybody just starts clapping. Yeah, whether it's good or not. It's good Imagine or not. if you were in a band and you've got that song, and there was nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: When you started the next song, it had to be that like that, that cognitive. Okay, next song. You know what I mean? You don't get that in music. So yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, because it's because people don't like social awkwardness. Yes, yeah, so, they just clap because you that's clap. when you're clap. meant to clap. I yeah. can clap through anything. It's not hard. We get that polite clap,
0: don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's next one. And then quickly, yeah.
1: But you can tell a fake laugh. The
0: closest you've got with that is when a band goes, "Everybody, get your hands in the air," (laughs) and after me say, (laughs) "Yeah." And no one does anything, that's the closest uh, yeah. you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking struck!
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you! <laughs> if you're not going to get a heckler or someone doing yeah, it's. I, I think that people, even in that situation, yeah. though, they could do it and they could fake. How would you know if they're enthusiastic or not? People can right. fake enthusiasm, but it's hard to fake a laugh that's actually genuine. We well, you can't, that's genuine. A, That's why comedy's
0: so brutal.
1: You can hear it and you yeah. can hear people laugh. Like, you can always tell when there's a comedy. Did comic. you land on the first bit then? First bit did land, but oh, that's because okay. I, I addressed. The situation. Yeah,
0: you 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 weaponize that. Then don't you go okay. like, First a, one's oh, a guy be, a guy yes.
1: crying over his ex. That's a great opening act for me to talk about whatever comedy yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. went into. it. But then with every joke, it was like, because my stuff's quite offensive. Yeah. Um, I was just looking. I was way more in the moment than I normally am. Okay. So I was looking around the room making eye contact with people like did you laugh at this did you laugh at this and I, went, I wanted to make sure I got everyone at one point point, right? and I got everyone at one point okay. so for me that was like a win because I went in with super low expectations I was like okay if I can just get people to laugh then that's better than yeah. bombing right yeah, yeah. whereas I did a gig on Friday Thursday and it was like no Friday it was a Friday night gig so it was like oh fuck usually it's like Tuesday Wednesday this is there's an actual a show enough, like- yeah yeah there's a flyer with my name on it people had to pay it was like 20 people turned up and yeah. it was just no one did well apart from the last act. He was doing impressions. He was very, very good. Yeah. But um, he was very, very good. But we all did terribly. And I remember just thinking, like, ah, I did better at this gig than I did at the other one. But right. I felt better about the other one because my expectations were low. Right. So I went into it being like, okay, well, for me, a win is to get everyone to laugh at something and see how I reacted. But this other one was like... No, I'm doing Friday nights now. I've made it, <laughs> and then I turn up and I'm like, "Oh, I haven't. It's just the same as the other gigs." And then you find out, all oh, the gig's meant to be on a Thursday. The Thursday was blocked. Uh, it was moved to a Friday. Right? Yeah. So it was just there.
0: Uh... I always sound like, Im- Im- impression comedy is is always interesting to me. Like the like I can mimic someone's voice. That's funny. It's I, a tool. It's, t- it's, t- it's an interest. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's t- an interesting t- thing because it's, it's when someone does it really well. Like for me it's it's Richard Pryor doing a white person's voice or doing the voice of a dog. That, to me, is impressive. You're saying but- white
1: people are dogs?
0: <laughs> let's not. Let's let's save that for your podcast. Right, cool. okay? But impressionistic comedy where someone's doing, okay, this is the voice of, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jackson. There you go. i have thrown you any leader can see. Or impressive Boris Johnson. Someone famous. Are you political- saying Boris
1: Johnson's a pedo? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's it that kinda of loses its weight because it's like it's almost like it's funny because someone's doing a funny voice. I've never yeah, really it's all, it's, got but, into impressionistic comedy like I get it,
1: but it's just a tool. Tall- it's yeah. just a tool. Like people some people got problems with guitar. Shape, it? Yeah. it can be a crutch. Yeah. But look, there's a bunch of different tools that you use. Like yeah. it's like saying, Oh, this guy all he does is wank off on the guitar because he's doing solos. He's like, well, right. it doesn't mean solos are bad. Yeah. It just means you don't like what he's currently doing. Right. Does he use it as a crutch? I don't know. It's not necessarily a crutch. This guy was really good, but what he did was he was doing impressions, which means that they don't necessarily have to be funny to begin with, although they were, he was very good. I'm oh, not right, in any way okay. saying that he wasn't. So but... how
0: how what how are these tied together then is <clears> it... Well this
1: is one of the great things that he did. I right. I learned from this guy, wow, he made this a show, mm. whereas I didn't and the other guys didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, He did like a bit of audience participation. So it started off by he went up and he did like a bunch of impressions and he had like jokes around them. So it was like just situational jokes. So here's Boris Johnson molesting a kid or whatever, whatever. right? That kind of thing, right? And then. After that, he went, right, now here's some impressions that I've got, which I don't have jokes for, but they're just going to be quick fire. So at that point, he got someone from the audience to get up and read them out on cards. And then he gave a bell to somebody else in the audience. When you think the impression's over, ring the bell. Now, look, it doesn't necessarily make it funnier, but it gives more opportunities for comedy. Well, the crowd are
0: invested now, aren't they? The crowd are invested. We're we're part of it
1: now. It's a a
0: showmanship
1: tool, which helps... Make it a show rather than you just on stage telling jokes, which is something I massively learned from it.
0: That's something I think that you know I've always kind of thought that we're into this
1: right because of what you've you've run in so many shows and like with the wrestling and stuff, yeah, you get all
0: that stuff, right? There's an element out of every show, whatever it may be, there's an element of entertainment. That's what it is. That's the only reason I ever kind of got involved with 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 kind of tour and stuff is I like just want to be part of the show and the the commitment you make is between you and the audience where you're like for the the time you're with me or with something that I'm doing, I will give you a value and an experience that you will go mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. after and enjoy that's yeah. the that's the commitment and with any kind of thing, be it wrestling, be it like kind of a music or a comedy there's there's some tropes and there's some sorts of things that you know you can play to each time, some conventions that you can play to. But every so often, you have to find the edges of, of the map to push because that's how we get to new things. Like yeah. you know, People think that like um, Chappelle doing arena shows is unbelievable. They're like, how can he do a arena show? Watch Steve Martin mm. when he was at his height. Watch Richard Pryor yeah. when he was at his height was they were playing arena shows. Yeah, These aren't right. any any anything different. So for me it's always interesting to see how those tropes are employed by comedians. Mm-hmm. Like that there, that's that's intri- giving a bell out to the guys and things. That's kind of intrinsic to comedy and I find that interesting to me. Like, you know, there is like the, the musical equivalent to that is when bands go, you fans choose the set. Mm. that's another way of kind of getting fans involved as well. Like, you know, a DJ will do the same thing. I have a list of songs. There you go. Play this song for me. Okay, now I'm invested because yeah. you might play my song next. And it's all about, ultimately, it's all about the connection between the audience and the entertainer or the artist. The audience and the artist is probably the better way to put it. And sometimes, for me, without talking too fucking avant-garde, if you will, about it, that is this, a live performance for me, is exactly the same as someone going to see a piece of art. Yeah, The only difference is that most of the time that artist is far removed from being in the actual room with you. And so the connection is sometimes people go to see art and they see a famous piece of art and you know, Van Gogh isn't there to explain what he meant to buy it and what he was doing with it. And sometimes you're on your own and you've got to interpret it. And all we're doing with music and comedy is helping someone interpret that, bringing them closer to to, to that connection. That's all I believe ultimately any artistic endeavour is. And I'm always interested in how people do that Mm. because there's many different ways of doing that. Like we're doing something now, we're creating a piece of art, if you will, and someone can get immediately connected to it because it's two people's voices, and and we're talking very directly, and that's very easy. How entertaining is that? That's on a that's on another sort of sort of scale. And I, and I just think comedy is one of those ones. I've said it before in your podcast, which I've been on four, four times. times. Fifth, five As, after today. This will be five. I've always said that that facet comedy is to me is the closest, and I'm talking about painters, sculptors, musicians, actors comedy seems to me to be the closest one Mm. to being to you you and you uh, uh, with each other that seems to be the closest one so i can see why it's very attractive to you i'd see why but that's a tightrope walk so that means that you get everything from being absolute (laughs) adulation and absolute euphoria to being crushing disappointments that doesn't happen if you're shit in a band you can pretty much get away being all right someone will come up and say it was all right Comedy is, yeah. the, is the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking
1: hardcore. I do, I do like that whole idea though of like, oh, you know, you could just be up there telling jokes, but also there's other tools you can use to make it more of a because you got the audience has got their guard up generally, right? Uh, especially if like your first joke doesn't land, that's another yeah. one. They're like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I learn. I'm trying to learn something from every single set that I'd do, in which case it's not a, a failure. However, having had a run of five really good shows and then two ones which weren't so good, yeah. I'm now dreading the four shows next week. I've got four back to back. That's outrageous. This you week, four... Have you got this any week... shows
0: on the same day?
1: I've done that before, but not this week. Okay. Um, this week I'm in So what are you what are you doing this week? So then? tomorrow I'm in Leeds at Verve Bar. So I'm doing ten minutes there. Uh, Wednesday I am in I'm in Blackpool. <laughs> Wow. First time I've been back there since the, riding the big one in, like, 92. <laughs> um, back, there, back there to do... I'm doing 10 minutes. And then I'm doing two in Liverpool. Uh, what
0: are the two in Liverpool? One,
1: one of them is on Lark Lane. Um, 10 minutes both times. So I'm just getting my calendar up. And one of them... Seaforth.
0: oh with c4th
1: yeah 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 yeah. uh unit twenty A 4th row i don't know that's that's my first paid gig i'm getting paid for that now you're professional i am although there's been a lot of controversy (laughs) about that gig online about why sir because we're all open micers and yet someone who's an open micer has put on a show which is the the arguments have been and this is before i was on the show the reason i'm on the show is some people dropped out okay um is this isn't paid standard because like, if you go to Hot Water Comedy or something you'll pay a tenner for a show and you'll right. get like three
0: good comments okay. for that whereas right. we're
1: all open mic levels um, you're not guaranteeing a good show when you see us however this is kind of a special gig because it's like in like a social club right. and the whole point is it's like a charity thing I think and
0: the if money you, from you, that will go yeah, towards the charity. you
1: pay, you're also getting like a whole load of other stuff that happens in the night. But you're also able to bring your own booze in and stuff like that. So, what, so it's what, not really. Why a,
0: is it contentious then? Why so is people, it? Because the
1: argument online in the like the northwest. People West are actually
0: argument online. This is what them? happened,
1: right? The fire went out, right? Yeah? And someone went on, and they went they took the flyer and made a whole new post on Facebook and they said, I'm just going to call out this show for what it is. Okay. And then laid into this level of the comics and one of the best Jesus. comics. One of the best comics on the open mic circuit who's um, won a bunch of, um, I'm not going to name names, but he's but won he's a won bunch awards. of stuff. Yeah, he's brilliant. one is he's awesome. He, he said, oh, this guy's going to be great. i no doubt you'll be paying to see him one day, but I just don't think it's the the, the, the level for this. And then it went back. People are so bitchy in the comedy community, Jesus. which is mad considering we're all just trying to make each other laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also I've got to remember that I'm only on Facebook now for stand-up, so I'm also seeing the negatives of Facebook only through stand-up yeah. because that's the only reason I'm on there. Yeah, you know, are. I'm not true anyone I know. It's, just, it's all through the kind of business stuff. Um. So, yeah, I'm playing this show. I'm going to get a tenor for it. But you know what? It's a tele for doing comedy. It's the first time I Are you gonna
0: are you gonna make reference to that? It seems, I'm going to make look, some kind of reference it, to it. Yeah, yeah it looked from the the, the, the the standpoint of your comedy, which is you know set is barbed, is, is spiked, is meant to be you know elicit a reaction. You know, good, bad, yeah. or indifferent. You know, it, it seems like you'd you'd have to kind of say something, yeah. even if it was just a throwaway line. That's, that's the thing
1: I'm struggling with. The best gigs I've had is where I've gone up and ad libbed the first bit because of something that's happened. Usually, it's them getting my name mm-hmm. wrong because then you've got yeah, it's Thirty six years. The fact of that your name is is, is
0: is unconventional in inverted commas is. It is it is gold. Yeah. It's so gold if, they, if it? they
1: get it wrong so now I'm kind of you know you've got like two minutes haven't you pagan, Paganini is that
0: what he did Pag- Bro- is off. what his name is <laughs>
1: He broke his string or something. Yeah, 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 there you go. Is that what his name is?
0: <laughs> so this guy got Paganini, right? Away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I learned this from you. So it's the but, same thing. It's like at, put, try and you incorporate you into it. Yeah, yeah. You you work best when it's when it's ad libbed. All the best. All the best stuff's ad libbed. It always is because and whenever you see a comedian and it sounds or looks like it's gone off the rails slightly or he's improvising, they're the bits that people talk about. Remember, you know, with was it the Chappelle special where the guy's phone goes and the mental warfare. And you knew yeah. that that wasn't what well, it might have been scripted. We don't know, but we presume it's it's not been scripted. And that's the the great comedy round. your ad lib stuff is going to be. Do you allow for that? Uh, are you doing ten? What are you doing ten
1: minutes? For, ten minutes, ten, ten minutes, I'll minutes. I'll be doing. Yeah, which is what I prefer doing to be honest. But yeah, I'm going to just start playing with that a bit more, just yeah. because and allowing for that kind of stuff to happen. And I haven't done crowd work yet, but mm. you know, yeah. I want to get heckled. It seems like people are afraid to heckle. You've been me. heckled,
0: yet? No,
1: in New York, I got heckled once. Yeah, but, but that's, that's when New York. You will get fucking New that's York. When I you get heckled for walking the street. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I want to get heckled. I want to get. I want to get into a fucking argument with someone from stage. Yeah. So I don't know what's the yeah. problem. I know what problem is. I think my dad's involved. I've got no idea. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, the, right. the, the intolerant guy your father who writes a poetry book yeah yeah it's definitely your father's problem it is it yeah, 100% yeah.
1: is sure. you haven't read the fucking poem
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah I, I would have thought you'd been heckled by now which is uh, sorry I, I don't think thinly people are, insults, I don't isn't? think
1: people
0: don't <laughs> do heckle they, anymore I think they
1: don't I don't hear people heckle that much. Can't don't, do don't people use... No I have been heckled it's just that I didn't consider it a heckle. A heckle is just anyone talking during your set. Doesn't necessarily mean That's different. That's that, that, I wouldn't, mean see, to that, yeah, shut I wouldn't up.
0: see that. Yeah. I wouldn't see that. Yeah. That's not that's so, just yeah, well, what we mean by heckle. It's is your shit. Your
1: shit yeah. or no. When you ask a rhetorical question. Yeah, or I next. Someone you, said yeah.
0: next. I was at a comedy show and someone said next to a comedian. Yeah. And I'm halfway through a bit. And I was like, oh, fucking I fucking want hell. that. To, I want
1: that to happen. I'll immediately Fuck turn it around to, things, to whatever judgment I can make about his like, life you know, or I his, get his wife. get to the end of
0: the song. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I yeah. mean? Fucking next. hell. Well, if you go and do...
1: There's a gong show called yeah, King Gong in yeah. in the comedy Store. Beat the it. Frog as well. Beat the Frog is good, but it's not as brutal as, as Seems King a little gong. bit more, yeah. Well, because you have the whole three cards. There's the an members element of, of the audience, like, yeah, you don't have to heckle, out. right? Whereas oh, right. In, in King Gong they say you guys are actively encouraged to heckle for wow. card holder. Oh, okay. so the second you walk out, oh, okay. they'll be like off. Oh, but you haven't even opened your fucking mouth yet and if that pressurises the three people to the cards but the cards Yeah, you are off yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't done that yet so oh, I that do sounds talk fantastic. the talk yeah, I
0: like maybe I should go and do that just you to promise in that position yeah you should well, you want it. look it, it seems to me that you've been training for a UFC fight yeah. but you haven't took a punch yet yeah I think you're right because I think I do best
1: when I'm in some kind of conversation.
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: because <laughs> I've been just doing it a lot yeah. I've ruined parties with it <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so um yeah,
0: yeah i think that, I think that's what it is no you're never going to really know until you, you you are challenged by someone who, who actively who not just doesn't laugh which is a challenge in itself to you put forward a, a, a hypothesis or you put forward a point of view and someone doesn't laugh that's 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 it just falling flat is deaf ears da, da, da. but when someone actively goes no 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 that you're you're wrong that yeah. you, that's when you kind of have to defend your position. We talked about this before about defending your position. It, it strengthens your position or yeah. or changes it to what it should be as mm. as a good conversation will be. And isn't a isn't a comedic act? Isn't that merely a conversation between you and the audience? Yeah, pretty all, much. All about yeah. one sided, but the the laugh is the acceptance so You get that beautiful thing. What I like about dark comedy and and, and offensive comedy is that you get that moment where people go ooh and then laugh. Yeah. or the other way around, and it means that they've accepted that that is a truism. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's tough. A joke about Jimmy Savile. They go, oh, but it's, yeah, there's an of truth to that. So yeah. you know, they, they accept that darker humour, and it kind of almost validates and underlines what you're saying. Like, it's almost a conversation where someone's yeah. nodding their head. They're laughing it is in agreement. It's nice agreements. when
1: a dark joke lands. It's, it's great. You're like, oh,
0: shit, I've managed to
1: something that would not would get you fired yeah. I've got an entire room full of people to laugh at it because this,
0: this is an inherent truth <laughs> and that's why I was saying to you like I go to, sometimes I go to comedy shows to be challenged to someone to say something that yeah. is de- de- deliberately kind of like insightful so I'm like oh shit what do I think about that uh, I, I think this I think that and then Also having the willingness to change that as well, and Mm. that's some of the things that we've got from the podcast that we've we've done together. Where it's I've I've kind of reassessed how I interpret things, and so much as that now I'm not assuming that what I'm being fed is is the right thing. That that this person's view on this, I'm gonna okay. Let's what's the other side of that story? What and I think just become more open. Certainly in the modern age, more open to listening to someone's point of view and yeah. understanding how we got there, you know. Yeah. So comedy, in, uh, in in that respect for me, is, I think it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Watching a, a, co- a comedian you know, try stuff out is inherently... You know, I always talk about Andrew O'Neill, and he does a comedy thing. You, I'll have to... You'd have to, He does a, a one at the Unicorn in, in London, nice. and it's an open mic thing. You should go on it. You'd yeah. fit in quite well with it because he, he's doing experimental stuff. Do you know what day he does and, it on? A I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you and and I'll I'll suggest you to him and stuff like that because I think he'd work for it. Because what he wants is the experimental mm. and, and the challenging. And the envelope pushing and the offensive and the, you want that to kind of because that's that's where the re- the best comedy is the comedy that tackles stuff that people don't want to be. You want to find out who gets them the most offended by comedy and or or comedic prose and that's the person you go after. Yeah, they're the people you go after, and that's why it's, that's why a lot of comedy moves politically now because they're the ones that get the most. Yeah, offended by it. Do you know what I mean? It's because you need to have your fucking proclivities challenged regularly, mm. regularly. Otherwise, they, they, they become fucking lackluster and and without without sort of base and without sharpness. You know, if you will.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 loving it, but it is a fucking it's it's.
0: Well, you're doing so you will four shows a week. What would you consider
1: ah, that, that's a, that's a busy week? Of I'm a, generally doing of two. a busy
0: week. But what would you what what's, what's a working comedian? amount of sets a week i reckon they're doing like five nights generally five nights more than one show a night maybe two on a on
1: a weekend like if, they're, if they're busy yeah i mean that's what everyone wants um i'd be happy i'd I'd consider making it if i was like like my, my goal is to be getting 100 quid a show three times a week that okay. would be fuck i'm super happy with this
0: not should then there's no thoughts about because I'm following the lineage of like some comedians that I know that have moved on to television, yeah, and panel shows and things like that, and talk shows and that type of thing. That seems to be a, a route for comedy. Would you? Yeah, would you want that? I, 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 I wouldn't want to. I mean, I'd do it if, if so, someone
1: offered me tomorrow to do that. I'd clearly do it. Yeah, but yeah. like I, as in aiming for that. I don't know. I'm not really that interested in like being like a TV famous kind of yeah, person. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're in that world where like newspapers and shit are talking about you potentially. Yeah, I'd rather does, I'd rather have people who that, know me through my does, podcast and through the internet. That, doesn't and stuff. that
0: broaden the wh- who you can get your opinion to though? So what I'm saying, if, if someone says, "Mike mock the week," say I don't even know if it's still on anymore, but that was obviously an avenue the comedians went down. So we got Frankie Boyle, who came to be almost a public consciousness, you know, and people like that. It, that's surely that's a way for you to kind of, you know, go. Okay, look, I'm going to give you a, all a better distilled version of my opinion, and then you can go and check out a larger version of my stuff, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, look, I'd be up for doing all that kind of stuff. It's just in terms of like aiming for it. Um, it's I difficult think it's to see the A, B, and C to it's that. It's one it? of those things where like I just want to get better. So whatever yeah. happens, happens. I don't think that the stuff that I talk about would ever be suitable for. For one of those shows right. and I from what I understand they're so heavily edited like I've heard yeah. podcasts with different comics and they're like they went on there and they didn't put in any of their good stuff it's about the show it's not about the comics um of course, I jump at the opportunity to do it, hmm. but it's not something where I'm like, "Oh, the goal for me is that." It's just it's it's goal, not something that sh- I'm interested it, it, in, is simp- honestly. It, it's
0: simply to get better.
1: My mates are way more interesting to talk to than any of like, honestly. <laughs> you- I find all of my mates way which I'll is why where, they're I'll my t-
0: mate. I tell you where I'm going with this, like, so where I'm going is that. You are very goal and and orientated and and list orientated. I'm the same way. Yeah. We have post-it notes all over the place and lists and stuff there because that's how you get shit done. You know, yeah. we, you you the the five minutes sort of master and stuff like that and set yourself think I would like to learn this today. I have ten minutes to do it, five minutes to do it, whatever it may be. Yeah. What I'm saying is that how do you then prepare as a comedian or for the, to be a comedian? What are those challenges? You Just to get better sounds too vague to me. So for me,
1: all right, so we're talking about this philosophy that we've got, which I don't think we invented, but it's just the smallest goal possible Mm. is the best goal to go for because you can achieve it. Everyone's like, dream big, go and mock the week, do whatever. We're like, how do I get there? Well, it's a a load of tiny steps to get there. So uh, me and my buddy Sean have been working on this thing where we just do five minutes a day on whatever it may be. So for comedy right now, I every day do... 20 20 minutes and the four five minute chunks. I do five minutes of performance where I will get up and freestyle with a remote control in my hand, pretending to be a microphone, speaking to like That's just the finish. room downstairs. And I will just either do one of my material, so it's like practicing for a um, presentation or you know a gig, which is what it actually is. Or I will just freestyle some stuff. And I did that today, and I came up with one new punchline from it. Right. It's one way of writing. And I then do five minutes of writing where I either go through my old notes and try and pluck something out, or I'll just do freestyle writing. Set, I literally set a stopwatch and do it. Uh, five minutes of analysis. So I've got the past 30 gigs recorded. They all go into Final Cut Pro. And I tag everything. So I can pull up all of my homeless joke, which you still haven't heard. Sure. I can pull out the first, first punchline and see a super cut of that. Okay. So I can go, oh, look. And then when you see set up punchline eight seconds, and then to the next eight seconds, you can see 20 of those in a row. You get a perspective. No one gets on stand-up, right? You don't wow. even have it as a comic. Um so I do that daily and I also do five minutes of research which for me is I just type comedy into YouTube is what I'm doing at the moment and I just go through the links I'll just do five minutes of it for with that I'm covering four bases writing performance analysis which is looking back on stuff and research has someone done this joke before other types of comedy learning from it I'm doing that daily and I've been doing that daily for about six months and I've just noticed that you know, on some days you're just going through the motions. You may be tired, whatever that may be. But you know, today I came up with a new punchline. In thing. fact, that
0: punchline is going to lead to a
1: whole new what, thing. What's
0: interesting to me about the, the five minute thing uh, and then extend extrapolate that over over twenty minutes is what happens when? Because there'll be sometimes when you'll do the five minutes and nothing's happening. Yeah, in you, which case do, you move on. That, 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 when it when it when it works, do you Continue, still yeah. you still you still stay I, with the flow? It's it's, um, it's not as disciplined as that 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 alarm goes off on the on, on your watch. No. Done.
1: The, no, it's not. Uh, when we're saying for anyone to get into this, look, the best way of we've got a podcast called the Five Minute Master. You can go and find the in-depth thing for that, right, on on um, Spotify and everything stuff like that. Five Minute Master, five, the number, and then Minute Master. Anyway, um, but the po- whole point is that you, if you get into the flow, then you keep going, yeah. right? But this is like the starter engine for for getting that mm. engine going. So you want to be at the very minimum doing five minutes every day. Now, if you find that you doing an hour stops you from doing five minutes the next day because in your mind you're like, well, yesterday when I sat down I did an oh, hour and okay. I can't squeeze an hour in. I always recommend for the first 30 days, Sean reckons the first 90 days, but I reckon for at least the first 30 days, you try and limit it to five minutes daily. Because um, then it's habit forming, Because it, then right? you've Look, the most important thing that you're doing to begin with is mm-hmm. you are building discipline to do something every day. I've been playing the drums for 20 years. If I really look at my time playing the drums over that 20 years, I could have been playing it eight hours a day, or I could really do it in five minutes a day, or what reality was for 18 years of that was an hour a week, however. Maybe it was at band practice, maybe it was whatever. We've all done this when we want to learn stuff. It's yeah. why the gym is full on January 1st and back to the normal hardcore yeah, people yeah. on like January 10th. So that's how I kind of get get better. And this this gets to what you were talking about with goals. Mm-hmm. Right now my goal is, all right, I'd like to get to where I'm like doing a few paid gigs a week. Okay. I may not stop there, but for me, that's success. Right. I wouldn't be. I'm comparing myself to like who I am rather than who someone else is. I'm not mm. going to get if I'm getting paid three hundred pound a week for standing on stage talking for twenty minutes, sixty minutes in total. I'm like, fuck! Can you believe where I am? You know what I mean. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think I can think about bigger things until I've done these smaller things
0: yeah. first. Isn't it? And to play devil's advocate, to a fully. Um, isn't there There an element of the you should have those mountains in your view, even yeah. if you're not planning to climb them yet,
1: right? That's why I do the five minutes of research yeah. every day. Well, you comedy just go, will okay. be, I'm seeing what's out there, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because for it me, gives you ideas. the true sort of, like as, as a, if I was a comedian, would be to, my personal goal would be to, not to be the paid thing, mm. would more to attain a special. And by special, I don't mean right. get signed by Netflix or whatever. I mean, I have 45 minutes Fifty-five minutes to an hour of a special that holds together that I could tour. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like you, yeah. you, you, Dave Gorman or someone like that. Like a a whole special that would be my goal. Yeah, but I think that's one of that's one of the goals. Yeah. I'm
1: just saying in terms of like, see, one of my one of the smaller goals down the chain is to have a good five minutes, mm. which I put out on YouTube and which I've toured with. So, you know, I'm going yeah. to Canada next month. I've already got a load of shows lined up in Canada. So. Canada,
0: well, so what's the Canadian comedy scene like? Is it? Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've I, I only don't... done it
1: in Toronto, and it's very similar to New York, in that there's a lot of people doing stand-up. There's a right. lot of opportunities to do it, and the standard is higher, and the audiences are more brutal, but that's good.
0: Well, one what, what of the interesting things, well, I've got a lot of friends, uh, Canadian friends, and they... Um, the their understanding and acceptance of comedy seems to be better than the average American audience as well because nicer, yeah. because they've they had Monty Python mm. and they had Faulty Towers and they oh, had right, all okay. that type. so like Dada disruptiveness and, and and surrealism they the Canadian sort of zeitgeist t- 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 if you will of mind if seems to be more. The kids that, like they didn't they have um it's just for laughs I used to watch when just I was for a laughs, kid yeah, yeah. and they had always had the I think it was Toronto or Calgary or someone like that Alberta they had a festival there yeah and... so
1: they just for laughs is everywhere but it started in Montreal Montreal there you go yeah they, it's like the it's the festival the comedy festival in North America is that and then yeah. in Europe it's Edinburgh yeah
0: right? and it, and it, they just seem to be more accepting but then like I say well, you, as you, you said it also goes with the more critical because they know what's good and what isn't Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not
1: as hardcore as New, like New York I went there New New last year New York's different year, and for everything hardcore. New, New,
0: New, 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 I found New York's different for everything it's like Vegas Vegas is very similar to New York in terms of um, it's kind of focused. So when someone goes, I'm playing a show in Vegas, there's almost uh, an expectation plus. Yeah. Same with the We're doing a show in New York, expectation plus. Do yeah. you call it um, BLS in, in, in the touring uh, thing, which is big London show. Mm. So like London plus. So uh, what are you playing the next night we'll play in Norwich, or Norwich plus. And it seems to be, especially in New York, like the shows that I've seen there and stuff, everybody seems to be trying like, the hardest and then some. Yeah. And then that's reflected in the crowd. The yeah. crowd are like, tougher and then some. And like I mean, it's it's so so sort of contrary to say, it's like, you know, or, or kind of obvious to say, but it's like, oh, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. It's because it's fucking tough. Hard, yeah. It's yeah. tough. You know, it's like, you know, I was told that story about being in the cabin in New York and, and the guy going, oh, are you from Liverpool? And, and we were like, well, yeah. Uh, and he goes, oh, so, you know, you gave us the Beatles and John Lennon were like, well, yeah. He goes, yeah, so fucking what? Yeah. It's like, there's like, a lot of like, like that. you know, that, that there's a front before you even fucking, I remember being in a deli in New York Mm. Uh, and, and the guy in front of me there was a guy in front of him in a deli and he was giving the deli guy to get, so one guy in front of him the guy behind him queuing up one person ahead of him was giving the deli people shit what's going on over here yeah. in, in, in a classic New York accent yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like fucking hell in. I'd be like made up. There was one person in front of me to queue in fucking in yeah. the UK, has to go around the fucking block. Yeah. But it, it there just seems to be that plus to everything. Well, everything's about service and shit like that over there. And so, New York crowd versus. Have you done stand up in Canada yet then? Yeah. You did too in Toronto, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I had like a few years of doing a show and then hiding for six months. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, so I, you, I, I considered you this, didn't year, consider it. You, this year. This year is when I started. Uh, so I, you're
0: going back, putting? You've put on? You've you've lost your your, your kind of your puppy weight, and now you you. Did, I've done about six or seven shit.
1: shows in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now I'm going back after, But you're going
0: back and that, that is a, I'm completely a showing that to, yeah is entirely entirely different person going yeah. back to, to I'm not that.
1: nervous about getting on stage anymore. Yeah, not, you, whatever, you're always a little bit nervous, yeah, not like you're, I was.
0: You are now more not, like how's this gonna work? Not,
1: not waiting at home for six months and having <laughs> nightmares about it and nervous. So yeah, it's um I'm looking I'm really looking forward to it, but again, I'm like, okay, attenuate my expectations. I just want to make sure that I'm learning from each each how, situation. How, long, you, how long
0: are you in Toronto then?
1: So I might just out there for a month this time, but I've got four shows lined up.
0: Are they all in Toronto or are they all are all over Canada, they're
1: all in Toronto, but the GTA is massive, so yeah. it's, it's absolutely huge. But I know people, and I'm meeting up with a comic um, I met on the Manchester scene. And she's Canadian, so I'm meeting up with her. Oh, that's and good. doing a podcast, and stuff, so it's gonna be really, really, really interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's weird because the, it depends on the type of show you get on as well. So, this is another thing. It's like right. you can, if you're in a room and there's like eight people in there, that's why New York was harder because it was right. eight people and we all had to buy a drink for the right to get on stage. Because we've got to make some money, right? Sure. So do that around a load of comics who were all terrible because we were all terrible, and then go to Hot Water Comedy in Liverpool where you're going on for free, but they're giving you ten minutes on a night which is free, but it's in a full on comedy club. And, and people going there, in there to with laugh. a big expectation. Yeah, me yeah. Talk but laugh, but yeah. because of that, they are like you yeah, know. I, they, I always It's joke, almost, like, easier, it's like, almost. Are, we, are we? It is easier. Yeah. It really is easier. Are we? Are we? The pre up stand up. We're all watching Friends together because it sounds like a laugh track. Yeah, it yeah. really does. So you have to kind of. Go, all right, it's a really good crowd. Yeah. That's why you need to do the shit gigs as well. It's about getting... Enough out of the quote shit gigs because you know what it's like for music. Yeah. If you go to a place and there's like four people in there, I used to be devastated. Yeah. I'm reading my diaries at the moment from when I was like 19. Right. And I talk about a gig they're doing stairways. And I was like, there's five people there. Yeah. I was pissed off. You know, I
0: think, yeah, I, I think you the, the music sort of, like. you know, analogy there and comparisons true. For me, it, it's, it's even more simpler than that. It's it's just getting something from the gigs. Something, yeah. Bad good indifference because learn something every time Even the good, the good gigs in many ways are hard to get something good from because everybody's going you're amazing so you exactly. know, okay, well I'll just stop then I'm, I mean, I've reached perfection it doesn't yeah. work it's better sometimes the good gigs you can go okay you're almost kind of going, but what went wrong there? But what, what what was missing here? So the yeah. bad gigs, which are a car crash, you're just like, okay, well, we can get a fucking cavalcade of stuff from that. We can pull us all this. That went wrong. There. There's almost a lot yeah. to learn from those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder, you know, you, you, you we only ever hear of famous comedians like Hicks and stuff of of all the great shows and then we see the great performances on YouTube. I'm Fucking guarantee the Hicks may have been down south, and when he talks about it in you know, some of those more difficult sort of areas, he must have bombed some there's a, Actually, things. there's a uh, I sure. think the Hicks,
1: of- Hicks or somebody else has got a album called "When the Laughter Died," right? And it's all him bombing. Shit, which is the bravery. Great. I'm not sure if it was, I don't think it was Hicks, but I think it was somebody else. The
0: bravery of a comedian to When the laughter died. That's you know, fucking, me? that is literally just, that's just standing there naked, that, isn't it? Just going, yeah. there you
1: go. Well, because no one, no one likes to put that stuff out. Which,
0: fucking hell.
1: I know, I'm, I'm going to do <laughs> I've got to say, an interesting told to you. But we'll talk about it off, off air. But, um... So,
0: in 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 Canada, is it still is the the convention still open mics? You just get up and you do ten and yeah, yes, have so do it...
1: five or a bunch of open mics. The ones I've done before, uh, another guy, Ernie Vicente, he seems to have done been doing a hell of a lot better since I saw him last. He put me on my second ever show, and he's put me on at uh, the Corner Comedy, Comedy Club. So I'm going to be doing ten there, I think. So. It's hit and miss. You can get on at the big comedy clubs on their amateur nights and their new um, act nights. but um, So in that case, I'll be in front of a paid audience in a big full-on comedy club. <clears throat> but the time being, the shows are mostly turn up and sign up on the night for open mics, especially right. in big cities like Toronto and New York. Um, in the Northwest, they're more booked Manchester just the bigger the city the more it's turn up and show up and yeah, go yeah, on yeah, so yeah. I've only got four shows booked at the moment but uh, I'll be turned up for a load and then you got to apply for the big comedy clubs on the day off to try and get on those so yeah. um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah.
0: Well, it's gonna do. What obviously is gonna happen is as well that you'll play these shows and there'll be someone else going. Oh, there's a comedy that you haven't heard of down the road on Thursday. Yeah, that's great. You, that happened
1: to me in Tampa. That was great. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's gonna happen as well. Like as long as you keep your eyes and your ears open, you talk to people and go, oh, "What's going on?" You know, and kind of get inside the scene somewhat. Like you so, with
1: your your point before about like goals of having a special or whatever. For me. And just like, you know, taking the lead from Andrew Schultz a little bit where he put his stuff on YouTube. And this is kind of an idea that I had as well. Um, I want to get a good five minutes and then I want to put one of those bits out. So like a good five minutes, I want to get it. And then I want to go all over Canada with it, uh, all over the UK, bit of America, and then put it on YouTube Mm. as a way of getting gigs, just raising profile. So for me, I want a five-minute special online. Because sure. I want to do the smallest ink. To me, m- yeah, doing well, you, a good you, five minutes yeah. is way easier than doing a good hour. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you, you put in, like, George Carlin, and and he'll have full sets of in, in whatever, Carnegie Hall, whatever. but they'll also have George Carlin on uh, the government, George Carlin on racism, exactly. George Carlin yeah. on books, and it'll be, like, you know, just be five a minutes, six yeah. minutes of his bit. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what like, I want yeah. to do,
1: yeah. Right, okay. Um, so, for me, it's about, yeah, all that stuff, being on TV stadiums hour long special all that's good but until i've done that i'm going to learn to walk before i can run and that's a goal that i can see and it doesn't seem that hard i mean you're talking to a person who it took me four months i think to go and watch an open mic because i've got so much social anxiety so i like just felt so bad for the people i'd be cringing that now i'm doing four gigs this week of my own and i bomb a lot (laughs) so (laughs) i've got all of that right through doing five minutes a day on stuff so when the book well, comes out... That, that's
0: interesting. Um, to, that's how
1: I, that's like the only way I've managed to do anything. One of the
0: things I do a lot of the time when we talk to people who, who crew or do stuff for, for bands and stuff, I always talk about advice you'd give and how someone does that then. And yeah. that's probably the best way to kind of wrap things up here is to say, like, okay, say... And it probably is me saying it, is where do you... How do... Where does the impetus come from to, to go? Okay, I, I think I might be funny. I should go and do comedy because yeah. there's going to be someone listening here now who thinks that they're funny, yeah, and thinks that they've got something. They go, I quite, I quite like to try comedy. Right, where yeah. the fuck do you start?
1: So first off, right, it makes because I'm doing. F- uh, you know i've done about 40 gigs this year so far and i'm getting paid for my first gig next week and all the rest that goes with that. and i go to canada and i do sets and i go to america and i do sets you know because i'm traveling a lot yeah. right i may seem like this guy who's doing well in comedy to somebody right. who isn't but the expert in quotes is just someone who knows more than you know about right. something so just know that from the from the yeah. get-go that everybody started off and they were shit. That's the most important thing. Except with guitar, you don't get on stage and go, look at these notes I've learned. Yeah, you yeah. get on when it's a finished product. So right. comedy is That's the most ballsy of all of those, really. Um, the best advice I can give to anyone wanting to do stand-up is if you want to do it, definitely give it a go, 100%. And don't listen to anyone else, certainly not the beginning. Start writing down anything funny that you find day-to-day. Do it on your phone yeah do on your phone or in a notebook book it can be just one single line after a while you'll go oh hang on i've got four lines on this subject now maybe i can tie them together right so that's how you get started with writing go and watch an open mic there'll be one in the city just search open mic comedy um get in touch with me if you want to know of any you can come with me to one of them i really like all about that which is what what coop does with shows you can come to me to an open mic um go and watch how bad everyone is hmm. this is what joe rogan said go and watch an open mic you are gonna see i guarantee at least one person die on their ass and you're like oh that person's okay and i can do that yeah so what's the difference between that person and me and actually you might end up going i'm funnier than that person now you may not be better on stage than that person but you definitely know whether you're funny or not so go and watch an open mic and just start writing this stuff down and then my next advice would be any kind of if you're having trouble with those first few things, break it down to a five-minute thing that you do in a day. Maybe you'll, you'll every day you'll go, right, I'm going to sit down and do five minutes of writing or five minutes of watching comedy or five minutes of, how about this? Maybe you're really nervous about going to an open mic for whatever reasons. For me, it was, you know, all stuff to do with my childhood and school and all this stuff, and, you know, a million different psychological things. So what did I do? I did, write for five minutes every day, I'm going to look for open mics because I know I'm not going to look for them. Right. So I, I was like, oh, I don't know of open mic. Okay, fine, let's not do it. So I'm like, okay, set so my stopwatch every day. I'll go on, I'll type open mic comedy, and I'll just start seeing what's around. And I just did that right. for five minutes a day for like a few weeks. Then I knew what the open mic so was. I'd made the first step. My point is make a tiny, tiny goal and do that thing daily, whatever it is. it does It's the small like, then you're getting daily, daily wins. Look, at, look for open mics, whatever it is, which is in your way of doing this thing break it down so there's like this tiny way of moving forward maybe it's just a five minutes a day of thinking about comedy whatever it is just be doing it be in that daily because Ma- they, this is a flywheel effect and it will build up to Ma- the point my advice
0: you... is to is to listen to Matthew's podcast Midnight Mass yeah um, and I think that you've been you've been very you putting a lot of stuff on Front Street very almost to the point of a fault being incredibly open about how you feel about stuff and how you feel about and I think it's an interesting journey I think it's it's fascinating to to, to, to listen listen to to any of
1: my past 10 episodes 10, 20 episodes of my podcast certainly the last 10 and the episodes start with a clip of what of the best part of the show, so you can yeah, see what yeah. the conversation would be like. But then I do my intro, and in that I generally talk about the gigs that have been well, on and been how they I- feel. Yeah, it's been interesting so to, the see first 10 minutes, to see to see that bleed
0: it. into the podcasts because it started with nothing, no mention of that, yeah. and now it's started to bleed into a really nice. It's, niche niche it's degree now
1: like. a, a, a and this is. A lot down to you advising me and Sean, a bunch of other people saying that you should be documenting the, the yeah, journey. Yeah, I think it's.
0: I just. I think it's interesting. I just think. I, I think yeah. watching someone's journey is just always going to be interesting. Someone, especially if someone who doesn't know how to do something and then learn how to do something, I just find that fascinating. Like it's like say, it be restoring a car, writing a book, doing comedy, whatever it may be, I find that interesting. The journey, as long as the person's open, as long as the person's honest, and it's not tailored or it's not kind of edited uh, and it's pretty front street like I say I I think that's fascinating, I think people will listen to that, I know people listen to it. Plus if you don't want to listen to that, I mean it's, it's just the first 10 minutes of the podcast,
1: but yeah. if you don't want to listen to that and you just want to talk to me about it, I don't have enough people to talk to you about stand-up and I'm really interested in how it works, yeah. the techniques, there are tools, there yeah. just are. All, yeah, all, um, and if you want to just reach out to me, just find me on Instagram, Midnight Mass on Instagram. That's with three S's at the end. The, some picture, church the, the
0: picture of it now is... is <laughs> it, Massey has achieved at least one of the goals was to be my picture of my my yeah. podcast. Now Massey's is a picture of the Titanic sinking. Uh, it's at night, sinking. And him as uh, Jesus Christ... Walking on water, as we all know, Jesus Christ is very well documented, and therefore I think the alluding to the fact that he you haven't saved anybody who <laughs> died in the Titanic is that right? Yeah, and yeah. walking away. In fact, I think if I remember rightly, it's you. You are laughing as well. Yeah. I'm laughing over the fact that I can walk on water, water and all
1: those people but are drowning. We yeah. need the Titanic to go down because it's a great film. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, how,
0: how long are we at now? Because we want to uh, keep we want to keep it, it oh, filling. Let
1: me just turn on. My Jesus, it's probably way longer
0: than we thought, over. isn't it?
1: So yeah, an hour and a half. That's that's now. pretty good. That's a long spoken metal show. So do do I get an intro on oh, this? Oh, you always get an intro. No, just, no, no. You well, I want, I want to know whether you, you're going to go back. Oh, you always and make the record this I, proper. I didn't get an intro last time. What did you? Did I do it? We just went into fucking snack, which I love <laughs> and then into this. I'm like, oh, so I don't get this like
0: wank tr- fucking well, could, thing you, that you do over you, everyone you, else. you set yourself up. I could say yes, Massey. I'm going to do a beautiful intro and for then you, and I'll just cut that bit right out. I'll just edit. Yeah, I've edited
1: you. Just lazy, using right out here using my mic. <laughs> second time on the podcast. It's
0: always I I I just enjoy sitting down so We talk more. In the last couple of months in this year than we've ever.
1: That's the best thing our podcast. Haven't we? That's why I yeah, the, putting it out is so like a oh yeah, let's also put it out. Oh
0: yeah, but by the way, we've done a podcast. Well, I've got yeah. like
1: I'm I've got there's a few people who don't want to come on podcasts, right? Why not? Because What's they're the in, reason? They're in jobs and whatever. And, oh, know, at, any, at any point I might just say rape I, or something, I, I, yeah, right? You might something, something it could be, can, yeah, yeah. Who knows, right? So what I'm thinking about doing is because I can put subscriber only stuff, as in right. I can put stuff, some stuff behind a firewall like behind if passworded. Yeah. so i'm thinking about doing that for people right, who don't want to do it and i'm like okay well if you're in the inner circle you can listen to this podcast which is like the secret one which yeah, doesn't yeah. go out to everybody just goes out to our mates because it's all about the conversation i don't yeah, want yeah. the fact you that don't want someone coming
0: in going i'm not going to
1: reveal myself fully because then want, you can't have an honest even, conversation even worse i don't want to come on because i know that everyone will enjoy this thing when do you ever sit down and talk for this long yeah, with yeah. you do exactly exactly so i want i don't want to the fact that it needs, to, it doesn't need to go out let's just have mm. it where we send it around on USBs to our mate <laughs> that kind of thing no, it doesn't yeah. need to go out to everyone yeah, on the yeah. internet like I've got people all over the world that listen to my podcast I don't need to them to listen to like a com- every conversation I have though yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, yeah I'm going to be playing with that kind so of thing
0: so I, I, I'll, I'll commit to the tape I will do an intro I'll try yeah, and do whatever. the best intro you I can possibly do you won't mention <laughs>
1: the times
0: I've played with them live you won't you mention that. my
1: drumming Definitely, my definitely my won't mention double timing which helps with comedy
0: well you think could you, you've got impeccable I've drumming got dr- I now
1: have drumming You think and that's inherent? I am drumming, trained for, drumming and comedic <laughs> timing, my friend. Are the same thing? They're not the same thing, but they are kind of like, you know, loving big tits and loving fat chicks. It's the same fucking so, thing. So,
0: okay, so, all right. so By that by that rationale, then, your, your next set will be in, what, seven, eight... I, am gonna, I think I'm going to take a hi-hat stand on today. I'm not even joking I think I'm going to do that all these guitar comics I'm going to take guitar fucking... comedians why not like, just at the end of your song you go yeah I can do them give your own drum roll amazing Master Raval, ladies and gentlemen a second time the first ever second time uh, and I will maybe do an intro, maybe. There'll be an outro, I hope, as well. <laughs> yeah, I will it be, be both. I can't fucking hell, don't make me work. Well, you do that on every podcast. Why is it not for me? Well, you're special. That's uh, it. You've yeah, got to sum up on this you entire casual. Yeah, less. it makes you
1: better. <laughs> oh, isn't that the theme? <laughs> Shit.
0: So that was me talking to Massey Radford, or Massey as I simply know him as. And he obviously, as we talked about in the podcast, he is the presenter of uh, Midnight Mass, which I strongly urge you to check out it's interesting stuff always always something interesting being said there, political or otherwise, always a, an interesting point of view to, with which to kind of wrap your head around So, and I certainly learn a lot i not i don 't consider myself a, a particularly political person, but you know sometimes political sort of beliefs move into normal life they simply do so it's a fantastic sort of podcast there i would check that out that is midnight mass and also follow him on all the, the social medias that he's involved with there i'll put some links on the bottom of um, bo- bottom of the, the pages that I post this on as well Thanks for listening to this guys and girls I really really appreciate this I've had some really nice feedback I know sometimes there can be a gap between them And sometimes it's crazy Sometimes it's two very very close to each other Sometimes one. I'm trying to work on I've never been really that great guy for like kind of schedule and stuff Where it's like every Monday this comes out Every Tuesday this comes out I do it when I feel as though I've got some stuff to say and some stuff I haven't got the time to, to kind of do stuff that I want to do. Sometimes I just don't want to talk about that particular thing. So hopefully you see that I'm not just doing this where you have these people who do podcasts where every time they come on and they end up talking about nothing. That's not really what I want to do. I want to talk about something. What is good is... That I should have the next episode I think everybody's going to really enjoy I don't want to jinx it again like I, And say the name of the person I'm going to get on But this person's been in, in, in some really great acts And um, still is and there's an enormous amount to say definitely one for the guitarists out there um, and particularly if you like uh, uh, a certain dance band beginning with P that somehow uh, made their way onto the, the, the cover of Koran you may enjoy the next episode I probably jinxed it there not, it's not going to happen but anyway thanks for listening and once again I'll see you on the show